Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I didn't know it was possible for a town collectively to have no blood in their legs, but we've arrived here. It is Friday, NFC title game. It's 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 just a giant boner party. And if you Mike, listen to this station, I'll tell you. And Mike, Woo! the entire city yeah, of Detroit is now eligible. Oh, that's right. The entire city. Of, <laughs> the entire city of Detroit is reporting as eligible. I mean, spanking, uh, spanking, spanking. Okay. That is that's sufficient. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I will tell you. I mean, man, if you heard caller Chris at the end of Doug and Scott show. Oh, Lordy, there are some nutcases amongst you. Um, it's a show I just never thought we'd be doing, but here we are. We're six minutes from a Super Bowl. But see, people, I'm going to ask you guys a question, and while you call the show, I have a question for Rico. That's how we're going to start this deal. Something for you, something for me. The way I want to do this, we're going to keep it loose. Now, I ain't asking for predictions. Don't care. I want to know what your biggest point of confidence is and your biggest point of concern. If you don't have any confidence and all concern, don't call. If you have all confidence and no concerns, don't call. Because you're a halfwit and I don't want you on this show. Real football fans who arrive at the NFC title game have confidence and concern. It's called being an adult, not a man baby. So I want to hear both, and we'll walk through all of it with you. Do I have a pathway for the Lions to win the game? Of course I do. Do I have confidence in certain things the Lions will do? Yes. Do I have grave concerns about certain things the Lions will do or can't do, depending on your perspective? Yes. I'm an adult. 248-539-9797. But the question, and David, you will be the appropriate person to join me on this because it is similar when, when, when you know, mama's calling. Or, David, what do you say when, when you tell people the church is calling them back to the flock? How does that work? What's that phraseology? Just come on home. Come the on home. The, Rico, the doors of the church are open. 
Yeah, Rico, I want you to come on home. I want to <laughs> dunk you in the Detroit River. I want to lay you softly into the, the waters of the lions. You've been away for a quarter of a century. You left. The lions caused you great pain, and you packed up your stuff, and you walked out the door, and you said, I'm never coming back here again. I'm leaving. And you left. But here's the problem. Now your past is confronting your present. And you have a choice to make. Mm -hmm. Because if the Lions go to San Francisco and win, you will not be allowed home. You will be in a state of a, a permanent pariah. You'll be like Napoleon. We're going to have to send you to the island of Crete. Wow. You Great can historical come historical reference. I am here for you. We, <laughs> that coffee's kicked in. Let us lay you in the water. Or, or... Mm -hmm. David, I need your help on this, too, because I don't have the religious comp to it. you got to speak what's on your heart. Not in a shum da la 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 shum Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of you. No. Go ahead. Or you speak what is on your heart. You let the real Holy Ghost come up out of you, and you say what you've been avoiding saying all week. Now, come on. We're all adults. Okay. Don't make me be Sam Kinison and you be Rodney Dangerfield from back to school. Say it! Say it! <laughs> you think the Niners are winning by double digits? Yeah, I do. I there do. it is. I do, yeah. Speak do. your truth! Hold up. Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of me. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to be keeping my... That's a good answer. Good answer. So, no, I just wa I want to establish where we're at today. We don't yeah. need pretense. We're no. all adults. No. But you're not coming home, are you? I can't get you to come back to the flock. Oh, but you know what? Mike, the flock, you shouldn't take me back. You should be happy where you are right now with all the people who roll with you through all the tough times. I'm, I'm like, I appreciated what Dan Campbell had to say. Don't come back now. And I'm not coming back now. You shouldn't want anybody back now. This is who you are. These are the people who stood next to you shoulder by shoulder through all the horrible years, through all the horrible coaches, through all the horrible quarterbacks. That person to the left and to the right of you, that's who you want to see. You don't want to see me. You get nothing if I come back, and I'm not coming back. Now, do I want if they if the Lions win, congratulations. I'll root for you all the way, and uh, I uh, hope uh. that you win and get a title. But I'm no. not jumping back on. No. No, 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 no. But I don't uh, have to hate you. We've no, no. Gotten, but hold on. But here's the difference. I don't have to hate you. See, I, I, I'm not to the point where if I don't root for you, I hate you. I'm not that person. I can have you be successful even though it's not. it doesn't affect me. So let's start with this. Rico Beard's going to provide a different perspective. As a 25-year fan of the privileged known as the Niners, what do they call uh, these bum asses? What is it, the faithful? Is yes. that what that is? The faithful. Yeah, the, the, the privilege. Yeah. Um, point of confidence, point of concern. The biggest of each from your perspective, outside of the flock. Point of confidence uh, is probably going to be the passing game. The passing game, especially going up against Detroit. Detroit has been just getting lit up in the secondary. That is the biggest point of confidence. Whether Debo is back or not, I think that they have the advantage there. My point of concern 
it is not one particular person, Mike. My my point of concern is actually somebody who's not on the field per se. It's Dan Campbell. Hmm. Dan Campbell is my point of concern because Dan Campbell will not be a conventional coach. Dan Campbell will not do conventional things. Dan Campbell will roll the dice constantly and make like life miserable. Dan like Campbell. It. Yeah, that that's 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 my point of concern. He, he won't do what Tampa Bay's coach did and just say, you know what, gentlemen's agreement, and I'll take a knee for the final five minutes of the game. No, 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 no. Dan Campbell will try to parse and get through every second to try to maximize it. That's my point of concern. All right. David, point of con- your biggest confidence, the point of your biggest concern before the NFC title game. Yeah, the biggest confidence for the Lions would be, and I believe the number – uh, Gibbs is like top five running outside of the tackles, and San Francisco is porous in that area. I believe they're uh, bottom half of the league when it comes to uh, rushing and uh, stopping them outside of the tackle. Try um, bottom be... five, David. Yes, exactly. Okay, all right. I knew it was close. <laughs> um, I'm there. I'm with you. And then uh, the concern would be the passing defense for the Detroit Lions defense. They can't stop anyone. We've seen it. We, Rico, you've talked about it. Justin Jefferson lit him up. Um, uh, Mike Evans lit them up. They can't stop anyone in the passing game defensively. That would be my, my concern. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. All right, here's where I'm at. My point of confidence, it's similar to Rico, but for a different reason. My point of confidence is Dan Campbell, that <laughs> no coach in this league has a better grip on his team, has a better connection with his team, like, I have the ultimate confidence he will have this team ready to play. That the moment's not too big. <laughs> no, what, what? no, it's funny because we, we didn't share notes. So that it's just funny that my no, that's concern is it. your confidence. Well, right, because, well, because you're outside of the flock and I'm in the church pew. We mm-hmm. have different views on the world here. Um, but, no, I, I, in all seriousness, I think Dan Campbell, A, I have a confidence when he keeps telling this team, you're built for this. You are built for this. And there's not a ton of dancing, and there's not a ton of celebration. It's about, all right, two more games. He's approaching this as a man who factually has been here before. So I have that confidence. The concern is I think everyone has gotten a little too comfortable with two things, playing at home and how awesome you guys have been and what an advantage it is. And playing a couple of welfare teams. And unfortunately, that's not what's on that field when you take the field. Now, this isn't only a step up. It might be the best team in football. And it's on the road. And I just wonder if we've all, myself included, guilty, right here, guilty. You get comfortable with the Lions feeding off their home crowd. You get comfortable that in those big moments, the opposition can't audible. It does lead to a bad protection. It does lead to sliding the line the wrong way. It does lead to you timing your blitzes to perfection in a way that you can't do on the road. All of it. So I, 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 th- that's my biggest point of confidence and concern because when you get into a football game, there's a million. Do I think you can run it on San Francisco? Yes. David's deal with the edge stuff? Yeah. Chase Young and Nick Bosa looked clueless last week against the Packers 
when receivers are blocking down on them. And I'm like, guys, did you do any film study this week? That's Packers bread and butter. There's did they actually and, did they actually pack their cleats too because they kept sliding. oh my god yeah well, are we out there on roller skates yeah uh, also we do have breaking news that the Niners famous for carrying a big red boom box down that tunnel I am getting reports Hold it's on. going do, to do be Debo this? carrying a giant there you go. Debo will be bringing a 32 gallon medical syringe down that tunnel he's playing. <laughs> He may not be able to feel his face. He's going to he's going to play. And I think the line moving to seven and a half tells you that. So let let's just will, get will that he get out of rolled the way. out in a wheelchair, I, buddy. <laughs> if they have to turn him into a mummy and gently place him in the formation, they're going to. Uh, that's what it tells me. But I wanted to hear from you guys on it. We got the Rico angle on it. We got your angles, confidence, concern, everything in between. But what I, what, I, what I don't want is the people that are the fringe, the people that are scared to get out of bed, or the people that are just walking around with a boner and no pants. I don't want to talk to either of those people. This is the NFC title game. Yeah. You have confidence and concern, or you don't, you don't live in the real world. Because here's reality. Rico Beard, do you have concerns even though you're a big favorite? Yes. Damn right. Because you're an adult. Because this is the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. It is for the right to go to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because so I've leave seen. leave the little kid stuff for the other shows. Don't call this one. Yeah. Because I've seen weird things happen, like having to run the Wildcat in the fourth quarter because you run out of quarterbacks in the championship oh, hey, game. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys, I wrote a poem I want to share with everybody. Get the hell out. Caller Chris, get out of here. I think we're going to go up and down the field, and it's going to be a party. Oh, really? What's the score? 10 7. Okay. <laughs> Wrote a poem for everybody. Want to hear? Roar! Here you go. Oh, and all day today, if you want to roar, Doug Karsh is going to bring it to you. <laughs> Doug's going to give you that wedding night roar anytime roar! you ask for it. Hey, Kenny Cott, you reporting eligible uh, Saturday night with your lady. Roar! Hit it, Doug. Got <laughs> <Atta>, baby. <laughs> Doug Karsh has got you covered to six today. How did I get caught in this? Get me out of here, man. <laughs> you didn't get <laughs> Just sitting here trying to screen calls. Now I'm reporting as eligible again. Kenny, Kenny. Kenny you've been reporting eligible all week. I have. That's, true. That's true. You're right about that. <laughs> Come on now. Last <laughs> night after the Wings game. Eligible. Hey. I'm eligible. <laughs> Rico said, keep your effing bandwagon. I don't want it. Niners going to win by 10 plus. We're talking concern and confidence. And just to let you know, if you wrote a poem about it, we don't want it. All right. Callers. If you wrote a poem, (laughs) 248-539. If you wrote a poem about this game, you deserve a chair to the medulla oblongata. You're damn right. Right to the spine. Uh, do you want ticket text or you want calls? You guys tell me. Because the people are ready Let's go to straight roll. to the call. People are fired up. Done. People are ready. Let's hit it. Mark, you're batting leadoff NFC title game Friday. What's up? Good afternoon, Mike. Man, Good. I got to say, uh, we don't have to ship off golf to Uruguay. He won the playoff game. 
<laughs> That's it. He gets to stay. No, oh, he's played outstanding. Man, I'm I'm so excited right now. Uh, to, to answer your question, biggest concern, yeah. the fact that line just won't move. And it's actually gone to seven and a half now. Like that, like as a gambler, that scares me. Uh, so that, yes. that that on face value sucks. Uh, but Mike, they're winning the game. They're winning the game. I'm not one of these pickos. I'm concerned. But Ben Johnson is about to dial up the best offensive scheme you've ever seen. Let me give you some hope. I want to back you up on this. I was talking to somebody, and it was. Of any of these coaches that are up for the gig, uh, all these open jobs, who runs the best scheme you've seen all year? The answer was no hesitation. The answer was very direct, and the praise couldn't have been higher. Ben Johnson, best offensive coordinator in the league, best scheme, best punch and counterpunch, Ben Johnson. That's why he's going to be the coach of the commanders. That's, all, that's, that's just a mortal lock. Ben Johnson, you have Ben Johnson on your side. You have every right to make that a point of confidence. Hey, hey Rico, going to tell you, you're you're afraid of Ben Johnson. Well, yeah, ben you jo- know you got someone who's damn near Shanahan's equal on the other side. You know it. Well, yeah. you know it. Well, Mike, I include Ben Johnson when I talk Dan Campbell in that fourth down play. It, fourth and fourteen. I'm not going to feel comfortable. God, fourth down from the from the Lions' own two yard line. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Be, you know, hey, watch out for Amon Ra. You know what? You know what Dan Campbell is. He's a total wild card because Shanahan will make some punk ass decisions, and I say that respectfully. He will do some chicken bleep. Yeah, he's got a career of it, Rico. No, you're right. Dan Campbell is coming in oiled up, bullet chain. Well, you and, saw, and we're we're, we're, no, we're no. playing to win. You saw that. You saw the difference between Todd Bowles and Dan Campbell last week, where one coach was just kind of being ultra conservative, and Campbell don't care. I'm not here. Hey, and then we saw Shanahan inexplicably play for a field goal that the team missed before the half. Yep. Oh, not only that, uh, you wasted a minute. I don't know what you were deciding to do. Yeah, there you're you right. Let's go to Isaiah, 97-1. Isaiah, what's the good word? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You all right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. I'm pumped up for this weekend. Uh, definitely pumped up. Um, you know, I think the Lions have a very strong offense. I'm not worried about the Lions going downfield and scoring. Last week, one of the things I noticed watching the game against Tampa, and this is what I think they should do, is they tried to get Jameer Gibbs on those third and ones to run it up the middle or try and get the first down. And Tampa did a pretty good job at stopping Gibbs. Uh, those couple times that that happened. But I think what they should do in those situations is switch it around. That's where you really need Montgomery to come in. You put Montgomery on those third down situations. He runs it up the middle. He's a strong guy. He can get it. But where we really should use Gibbs is on those second and eights, maybe first and tens. You want to try and get him. You know, he gets off to the side and he gets an opening. He's gone, man. He's very talented. Uh, Isaiah, let me give you you something. I agree with some of what you're saying. I want to give you something receiving game with San Francisco and the way they play a lot of zone and they expect their linebackers and Rico, you can back me or slap me on this, but they expect Werner and Greenlaw to cover an immense amount of ground. You know what I want to see a lot of? Hey, Jameer swing pass you versus Werner, you versus Greenlaw in the flat. Go take the five yards, 
take the seven, take the four. I think Gibbs, and if you like gambling, Gibbs over 22 receiving yards. I think this is a Gibbs receiving game. Four or five <laughs> catches, <take> outlet, <laughs> get to the perimeter. What, what's wrong with that? Oh, no, 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 Mike. It's it's actually in the prop bet casino. That's why I was laughing. Oh, was now I know I'm on my game today. <laughs> no, but you, you get my point, Rico, is sometimes, yeah. you, and I think San Francisco does a great job with this, you can turn certain aspects of your passing game into your run game. Yep. Yeah, it, and and that's the beauty of the Lions and the Niners with the weapons they have. Oh, I, absolutely, but yeah, you're right. Campbell, and he's got this team believing. Campbell knows we're emptying the playbook. I expect to see all types of stuff. I actually expect, you know, Johnson, Ben Johnson, and and Shanahan to almost outcute each other. Because remember the uh, was it Week Five when they each ran that same exact play hours across from each other. I look for something like that to say, okay, I can come up with a, a better trick play than you have. So, yeah, I expect the Lions and Campbell to leave it all out on the field. They're, they're- David, you may as well mark it down. Rico's on over 51 and a half. Let's go to Rob, 97.1. Robbie, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? Hey, Rob. Um, I was just calling, you know, you, you got confidence. We got got worries. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm You probably do, but. Uh, Lions or the Niners are three and four when um, uh, teams have gone over 100 yards rushing on them, and I don't think mm-hmm. we've had but we have but five games where we were under 100 yards rushing. So I think that that's the biggest strength that we have right there, along obviously with the the strength of the offensive line. Uh, I believe Penny Sewell's going to be matched up a lot with with Bosa. I think he's I think he's going to have a way with him. I mean, obviously he's a great defensive end, but I think Sewell's going to be able to. Uh, to keep him in line. Um, I'm a little worried. Obviously, this is the elephant in the room. The uh, the secondary is is the biggest concern. Uh, but at the oh, end of the day, I think the run game is going to be able to overpower it. You know what it is, it, it, Rob. I think Dan Campbell kind of gave you a window into it. If you go in and alter your expectations and just go, look, we're going to give up big plays and passing yards. It's about can we get three to four drive stopping plays mm-hmm. in a game. Can we force a couple field goals? Because if you don't blitz, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Now, by blitzing, do I think people have been really unfair to Cam Sutton? Yes. Cam Sutton's been put on an island like his name is Sauce Gardner. It's not who he is. And, yeah, do I think Brandon Ayuk will have a big day as their big play, deep cross, wide receiver? Yeah, I do. But you got to embrace who you are. And the risk has to give you reward. And for the Lions, yeah, I think that they benefited from the fact that, yeah, kicking the field goals. When teams get into the red zone, that's right. They can't run the ball. They become one dimensional. The field gets shorter. And now the Cam Suttons don't have to cover 50 yards. I only got to cover 10 yards. And I can stick to the receiver close to that. Now, the counterpoint, and I mean, this is what the Lions are good at. And I also think it's what the Niners are good at. When When we go back two weeks ago and we talked about the Rams game. And I got slandered because I said, look, I'm taking the Rams with the points because they run a ton of motion. The only team that's going to run more are the Dolphins and Niners. Those motions are what upend a lot of your blitzes. It is very hard to blitz when the other team is running multiple motions pre-snap because they're getting information on you when they do it, but they're also getting a running start at decapitating one of your edge pressure guys. 
Then you want to get into this game of, well, we're, we're going to bring Branch. and I mean, Melifonwu has four and a half sacks and nine quarterback hits the last six games. Those things are all well and good. The problem is when you go against a McVay or a Shanahan, not a Dave Canales and an asleep Todd Bowles starring in Cocoon 2, when you go against shrewd offensive minds, they salivate at that. They want that. So I'm going to be very interested in how Aaron Glenn plays his hand here. While they will be aggressive. Exactly, Doug. Exactly. So while they while they want to be aggressive and will be, I wonder if they have to find different ways to do it. No. I don't know. Uh, it's But they're going to have to be aggressive. Or the Niners will just go up and down the field. Nonstop. Yeah, I would be I would be highly disappointed if Aaron Glenn just kind of played back and played a safe zone. I, I, that's that's not you, and that's not what got you here. No. 248-539-9797. We got one open line for the first time all show. You want it? Grab it. We're going to be caller-driven today. TJ's coming in with a mouthful of zins. It's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll get his take on the game. I talked to him a little bit yesterday. By the way, do we have any audio of him appearing on a national show? Did TJ say anything stupid? No. I'd love to recap that with him. No, he didn't say anything stupid. We we, we listened, but no, he was well all right. Behaved. He didn't roar. No poems either. Doug, roar! Doug, one more time. Thank you, Doug. Maybe we should get that poem from the end of their show. I actually have a poem that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Prop Bet Casino next, 97.1. Oh, my God. No reason to delay. We do it every week. A very special edition of the Prop Bet Casino. I don't understand. What happened to all that money? Over, under, one and a half. I can still make money for all kinds of people back home. Rico's Prop Bet Casino. Michael, congratulations. You and I tied last week. Rico. That's three weeks in a row that I've either been tied for the lead or outright. I feel great about myself. You should. All I right. wrote a poem. <laughs> I wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here you go. All right. <laughs> Let's just start off. Amara St. Brown of receiving yards or Brandon Ayuk? Who has more? I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. I, I just feel like the Lions leaving their corners on islands. Ayuk bounce back game. Debo's back. The deep crossing route. I'll go Ayuk. Amon Ra needs to be a big part of this passing game for it to have any functionality at all. So I'll go with as Roberto would say, Ramen St. Brown. <laughs> wow. My God. I'll just go two names here and that'll tell you where I'm going. Sutton and Vildor. Ayuk on Ayuk. I'm going Ayuk as well. Receiving yards out of the backfield. Jameer Gibbs, Christian McCaffrey. Wow. Just because I think Gibbs is having a big game doesn't doesn't mean I'm ready to put him over McCaffrey. CMC. Yeah, run CMC for me, too. I think Gibbs will be a large part, but not the only part. All right, I'm going to try to get one on this segment. I'm going to go Gibbs. CMC for me. Did you see what CMC's anytime touchdown was? Is Just it, the absurdity of it. Is it like minus 200? Minus 380. 
Right. No, no. Mike, the only value you get in him is two or more touchdowns. At that it's point, insane. you get to minus 100. Yeah, it's it, totally it, it was like taking Sorry. Blake Corum touchdowns in college football. Yes. Yeah, one means nothing. Uh, Sam Laporta receiving yards, George Kittle receiving yards. The wow. Iowa tight ends. I know Kittle's is 61 and a half at FanDuel. I don't know what Laporta's is, so I'll just blind fire here. I think ahead, Laporta's what? is uh, close to 50. God, I think it's close. I think they're both going to play a big role. Yeah, Laporta's um, at 48 and a half right now on FanDuel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go Kittle ever so slightly. I'll go Laporta ever so slightly. I'm sorry. I didn't like what I saw from Laporta last week. He wasn't running right to me, and I know he's dealing with that, so I'm going to go with Kittle. I'm going to go Kittle as well. You know, I, David, I think each week he's getting better and better. Rams game, yeah. This last week he was a bigger part of the offense. I think this week he's going to be there unless he gets shot, a hit in the knee, but I'm still going to go Kittle. Golf passing yards. Laporta. <laughs> Golf passing yards over under. 256 and a half. Over. It's going to have to be over, I think. So, yeah, over. Yeah, it, it is going to have to be over. So, I'm going to go under. Oh, see, Dave. See, David. I, so spiteful. No, see, I think under. Under means that the Lions have winning this game, in my opinion. That means you're controlling the ball. Your run game is there. You don't need him to go out there and throw the ball around. He's throwing the ball around. He goes over. I think you're losing. I'm going over. J-Mo touchdowns. Oh, it's a staple of the show. Oh, Mike just says under. Over. Okay. Mike is under. Under. Anybody want to hear the number? 0.5? A half. I'm going under as well. If you put it at one and a half, you're under under. All right, because I think a lot, I think that these two offensive minded coaches are going to try to figure out something. Ben Johnson and Kyle Shanahan over under passing touchdowns from a non quarterback. 0.5. Ah, old trick play, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll go under. Yeah, I'll I like go the under. angle, but I'm going under. Yeah, under. I'm going to go under as well. I'm going over. Hey, you have to. It was your idea. You have to go over. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Brock Purdy passing touchdowns over under one and a half. I'm going to go over. And again, that's more about it. I just think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think both quarterbacks will have more than one and a half. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Over. Ooh, Rico, that's really good right there. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to go oh under. My. Oh, Dave's going under. under. Okay, let me change yours. I thought you were go oh, wow. Really made me think there. I'm going to go over. Uh, Jared Goff interceptions over under 0.5. Over. This is the this week. This is the week. He throws one. Mm, this defense is too good. Over. He'll throw one. I thought Kenny believed in his team. I did, too. I'm Man, shocked. I'm disappointed in you, Kenny. You know I'm what? You don't get it, David. Yeah, I was gonna give say give him a roar. No roar for yeah, Kenny. no roar for you. Matter of fact, good. Kenny, I want a poem from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna go over though. <sighs> you know what? I think he continues the streak. I don't think he throws one. I'm gonna go under. Longest play from scrimmage over under 41 and a half yards. 
over either an, an Amon Ra crossing route or an Ayuk explosion play. I, there's just so much offense in this game. Over. You know, I wrote a haiku about this very thing about this game. Uh, over. <laughs> hey, guys, I wrote a poem. Would you like to hear it? Click. Oh, that's so good. I never thought I would hear haiku on this radio show. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over as well. Lions halftime score or total points from Tyson Walker tonight against Wisconsin. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, here. Hold on. Let me do this for TJ. Wow, Rico. Oh, that's. Ooh, I got to think about that. Um, Tyson Walker. Give me a roar now, David. Detroit Lions. <laughs> Doug Karsh, everybody. I'm going to go Tyson Walker. I'm going to go Walker as well. Over under the amount of touchdowns scored by a tight end this weekend. All four teams over under two and a half. Over. And we have a tight end parlay prop for everybody on Cash the Ticket. Oh, over. Okay. Yeah, big over. Big weekend for big people. Big weekend for big people. Over. Report for eligible, Kenny. That's right, that's right. You're, uh, yeah, likely. You got Andrews coming back. You got Kelsey. Hey, yeah. hey. Heart, over. Heart sign, yeah. David. Oh. I heart you. Uh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which, all right, this, which quarterback of the four throws for the most touchdowns this weekend. Wow. Throws. I'll go Mahomes. No way. That's a great No way. That's, That's really good. Oh, you're not allowed to say that. TJ will get all upset at you for being nice to Rico. That Ravens defense Ooh, is so good. Jim. I, um. Oh, God. Well, here it goes. Purdy. Am I allowed to go back and amend something I said earlier? Yeah. I'm going to the over for Purdy because it will be Purdy. I just think the other game's super low scoring. And the Lions, with their ground attack and how good they are close to the goal line, you just it it just feels like Purdy to me. Kenny, I think I'm gonna join you with Patrick Mahomes. Well, David, we picked up two easy ones there. Finally, more rushing yards, Isaiah Pacheco or Lamar Jackson? Oh, boy. Um, Let's go Pacheco. I think the Chiefs have to lean on him. I don't think they can just drop back. Mahomes will get killed. I'll go Pacheco. I just did the real-life TJ behind. I was like, oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, that's a, such a ooh, ooh, ah, ee. Uh, yeah, I'll go Pacheco as well. They only have four guys on offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. But Jackson is their guy, so I have to go with Jackson in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going. You want a special, you yeah. want a special Chiefs prop? I got one for you. Okay. Over, under, Harrison Bucker, kicking points, six and a half. Ooh, 
Mike, that's a good oh, one. Oh, wow. Thought-provoking. I'm going over. <laughs> oh, I'll go over, too. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Cookies earlier. Um, this is a really good one. It really is. I'm not just doing this because of the TJ joke we do. Oh, boy. But I have to go under. What you got, Michael? Oh, I'll go over. I'll go over. All right. A couple of field goals. Sure. Yeah. That is your championship edition of the Prop Bet Ooh, Casino. Rico. <laughs> 97-1. What is this? Is this on the Niners boombox down the tunnel? It's California-related songs, courtesy of uh, DJ Roberto. <laughs> what about that ramen ra? All right. That ramen noodles. Oh, my. <laughs> my God, Roberto. All right. Let's briefly, we'll get to the people. I'm sure TJ's stumbling in at some point. Let's go on the board, please. That's an act of God. Yeah, I'm going back to the will. Straight money line victory. I don't like these spreads. If you're taking the underdog, they're winning. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. All right. So I've had a red-hot week, which means trouble's on the other side. I, I don't know, David. Is it like one of your kids breaches the diaper? That's what I feel like's about to happen. But here we go. I want to offer you a couple of different things. One is, I have a way stronger opinion about the Ravens game than I do the Lions game. And the Ravens happen to be incredible as a first-half team. So if you don't want to lay the three-and-a-half, could I interest you in Ravens minus two-and-a-half in the first half? Might be the coward's way out, but I think it's smart. I'm going to play both. I'm playing Ravens minus two-and-a-half for the half. Three and a half for the game. I think Isaiah likely plus 380 anytime TD is interesting. And I'll just give you this one. You do whatever you like with it. The Kansas City Chiefs have allowed 26 rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks since the start of the 2019 season. By far and away the most (laughs) of any team. David's upset. Lamar, I think you just. Stole I'm not it. upset because it leads to what I was about to say. Lamar Jackson is plus 105 for any time yeah. score. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's a way to do it too, David, where both Lamar and the Gus bus. Remember, Gus Edwards leads the league in carries inside the 10. He got one from the two last week, didn't get it in. Then they ran the Lamar bootleg the next play. Gus is plus 130 to get one this weekend. So. Just a couple notes for you. Some interesting things for the weekend. Uh, Mr. Rico Beard. All right, Michael. Um, I got something for tonight, and I got something for this weekend. In a game where I know, I know you're not going to be watching, but for those who will, Michigan State is at Wisconsin. MSU does not have any decent big men. So, therefore, Stephen Crowell to score 10, 10, over 10.5 points. Tyler Wall to score over 10.5 points, and Tyson Walker over 17.5 plus 550. Can I ask one question with no smarm attached? Yeah. Why not just bet Wisconsin minus 2.5? State never wins at the Kohl Center. No smarm. You know why? You, you, you want to know why? Because it was only minus 2.5, and, and Wisconsin is a ranked team going up against MSU. So I know it doesn't fall in the system. That's not a system type of thing. Truth. But when you play Big Ten teams like that, normally it would say 
as you would say, either put money on Michigan State or pass. Uh, also, I just want to do a PSA. This game would be totally different if Kareem Abdul-Jakoler was playing. I hate you so much. I love you too. Kenny. Oh, and here's your value pick. Uh, and maybe this coincides with your cast your ticket, Mike. If you take Isaiah Likely, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. George Kittle, and Sam Laporta to all score an anytime touchdown, plus 4,600. That a baby. That 100%. I think it's a fun put a quarter of a unit on it and have a good time with it. Yeah. Big weekend for big people. Let's do it. Kenneth. Report for eligible. I'm reporting. Um, so I was going to go to the ice tonight thinking, hey, it's Friday night. We're going to have a slate tonight to bet on four games. So we're not doing that. Um, we're gonna. I built the Lions to win this game parlay. Two legs, Lions money line, and a David Montgomery anytime five, plus 545. Wow. Fun fact, Lions money line is the biggest bet of the weekend in Vegas. Well, Kenny, David, um, this is the part you talk. No, because Kenny, both of you all have done exactly what I was looking at. Right. Amon Ra and David Montgomery, and then the Lamar Jackson, and when you add Gus Edwards, if you want another one regarding any of the games, you could do, um, uh, what is it, um, Andrews. He will be plus, I believe he was plus 320. Let me look at it again because I stepped yeah, away. He was just I, just, I just worry he's been in a cryogenic freezer. For eight weeks. Plus 270. I'm sorry. Where he basically, yeah, he may end up getting like eight plays in this game. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. But like whatever you do, do it responsibly. Have a good time. So championship weekend's four. That is on the board. TJ Lang, your calls, tobacco, all next. 971. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Touchdown, black guy. Oh, too right, Lomas. Touchdown, Detroit black guy. TJ Lang joining us on a championship Friday. Here's how it's going to roll. We're only talking to TJ for one segment. Then it's you guys. We go straight to the phones afterwards. TJ, how are awesome. you, buddy? I'm, I'm good with that. 
15 minutes. Let's do it. It's happening Let's big bang t- it out. Yeah. What's Let's happening big it. time? What's up? What's up? Oh, I had something I wanted th- to read you. First. Th- thank you for gracing us and just doing radio today. Okay. Oh, I know did you have a poem? Yeah, yeah. hold oh. on. Uh, Dan Campbell and Jared Goff have been vital as this team heads out in search of a title. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got. I'll take suggestions. <laughs> All right. That's that EMU that's that journalism class. That's as far as I got. Go Eagles! <laughs> I had a hang on but I couldn't find anything to rhyme it with. That's that's about as far as caller Chris got with Doug and Scott. What rhymes uh, with I'll Super Bowl? Four minutes. Uh, okay, now. now. Yeah. And no. Go um, ahead and clip right, that, so David. So the theme of the day, theme of the day is Ben TJ, your biggest point of confidence and your biggest point of concern with the looming matchup, Niners and Lions. Uh, okay, I know what I said yesterday. Um, the more I think about it, I think the biggest area of confidence would be this offensive line in the run game. Uh, I do think you have the best offensive line still left in the playoffs. Um, look, Jonah's going to hurt a little bit, but you know I think they'll fill that void. Uh, no problem. Uh, concern, I would say it has to be not containing Brock Purdy well enough. You know what I mean? He's very slippery in the pocket. Um, gets the ball out of his hands quick. They get him on the move a lot. Uh, some rollouts, some some bootlegs. Uh, that's been a thorn in, in this team's side for a long time now when you have a quarterback that can do that. Um, so for me, it would probably be the biggest concern is, hey, if, if you get him to third downs, you know, and then Brock Purdy runs a couple for 10, 11-yard gains first down, and those lead to points. So uh, football-wise, those are my football reasons why uh, why that why I'd be concerned if they're not able to if they're not able to bring bring down Brock Purdy. Interesting. All right. What did you I, say? I, I, did, surpri- I didn't hear. No, I'm surprised, and I'm not gonna. You, you have a right to go back on what you said. I'm just surprised. I thought yesterday. You were in a different place. I didn't realize Brock Purdy's legs terrified that, you. That I, is, well, the more I, you know, the more so I, like that I, final drive today. when he picked up the fifteen yards. Yeah, and, and you know took what him I mean. Like to the six crucial plays. I, I think it's going to be a close game. I do. I think because you forget about him. You do. You don't right. account for him. It's like if Jared Goff took off and ran for fifteen yards. Nobody in the place is thinking, oh, my God, he right. can run. And even, Mike, today, this morning, I had a chance to go back and watch even three or four more games. And it, every game, there's like four or five plays where he just scrambles out of there and, you know, it should be second and 16. Instead, it's a 20-yard gain or something like You know what I mean? Teams just kind of falling asleep on him. I think that that's had a big impact in their offense. Everybody knows about McCaffrey and Looks like well, would De- you feels like Debo's going to play in Ayuk, but would you Brock feel Purdy's- different? I think Vegas has his over under of rushing yards at seven and a half. Does that make you feel better? No, I mean I would I would take the over if I was a bet man. Only because you know this is NFC Championship game. Everybody's going to do anything possible. Jared Goff took off last week. You know what I mean? I I would I would be shocked. And maybe it's not so much the I'm not saying so much the running. But it is maybe if you've got him hemmed up in the pocket and somehow he squeaks out of there, right, and hits a play down the field. Something like what happened against Dallas where, you know, we had him hemmed up and, man, he just snuck out, couldn't finish the play, boom, big play over your head. That's what starts to concern me because Brock Purdy is pretty elusive. I mean, he is. I'm not saying he's a dual-threat quarterback by any means, but we like we know Aaron Glenn likes to send a lot of pressure. My biggest concern is when you do send the pressure, he are you going to be able to pocket? Is he going to ex- escape the pocket or are you going to have – uh, you know the where the, the the discipline to 
finish to bring him down because he makes almost it was four or five plays a game that I watched today where it's like gosh that defense should be off the field man this drive's still going and boom it leads to points and then the games just start to get away so I think you know that Dan Campbell and Jared Goff have been vital (laughs) yes I think confident concern depending on which uh, side of the ledger you're on to me is is Dan Campbell the fact that he really has nothing to lose. The fact that he is that gambler. The fact that he knows this could be the last game. So there's no holding back. We got to do whatever it takes to get to the Super Bowl. If you're a Lions fan, I think that should be your your confidence level of knowing he's going to do whatever it takes. He's going to push whatever buttons it takes to get his players to the finish line, whether it's going for it. And I and I think like like last week they. Kicked the field goal. It was fourth and four, and he just lined up and took the field. I don't think he's doing that on Sunday. I think if it's fourth and four, and if he's within the five-yard line, he's going for it. He's going to go for it to try to score the touchdown and say, okay, you know what, Kyle? Your turn. Match me. Yeah, and that could be the uh, that could be the difference, right? And we know Kyle Shanahan's a hell of a coach now. I mean, he is a great offensive coach. He's conservative. He's conservative. He is very Sean McVay-esque, where, eh, you know, fourth and four midfield, eh, let's punt it. You know, we're fourth and short in the red zone, eh, let's just take the point. You know, like, that's Kyle Shanahan's M.O. That's his identity. That's who he is. So, um, certainly I could I could see a situation or scenario where Dan Campbell squeezes out a couple extra points by a, a fake punt or a fake field goal or something goofy on a special teams play, right? A trick-type trick, trick, uh, trick type play there. Uh, I think that's... Big, big part of the reason why you're here is because you have been that type of coach. And we obviously know you get the championship weekend, man. You don't hold anything back, right? So uh, I think he certainly could be their secret yeah, This is one where, I, you know, all year long I'm like, you know, you need to be a little more Dan Campbell, less Dan Gamble. I think Dan Gamble tells Campbell, take a seat. I got this game. This is my type of game. Has to be. Yeah, and my, I think that my uh, biggest ahead, confidence and fear thing was – Dan Campbell for a different reason is I just don't know that there's a coach in the league that has a better grip and a better relationship and a better feel for his team than this guy. I mean, they'll, they'll go to war for him and TJ, I think you'll, you'll appreciate it and recognize it. He's coaching as someone who's been there before. There was no dancing. There was no parade two down two to go. Yeah. And I have a great confidence that he will be able to take this team and, and play well. Now on the flip side, I do get a little bit concerned about what I just said, which is we've gotten comfortable with this team playing at home, feeding off this incredible crowd, you know, timing up blitzes and the other team's audibles. Like You can't even hear. It doesn't work. They're on the road. And you're not playing one of these welfare teams that you have played. And I just wonder, and I'm guilty of it, have I gotten too comfortable with the get-it-done attitude? Well, you're at home and you're playing teams you're better than. You should get it done, and they've survived. What they're going to face here is something completely different, both geographically, they're leaving home, and B, the I mean, wouldn't you say, in, in fairness, the Niners are a double-digit favorite over the Rams and Bucks if it was in this same scenario right now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, and I'm not saying it's going to be I, easy by any means. You know, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Nobody's no, saying no. that. No. Uh, but I do. No, but I, I think I, the Lions have a pathway. I do. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that... Um, you know, everything they've done the last couple of weeks, like you said, Mike, it hasn't been some crazy, oh, my gosh, look at us. Like, 
it's it's been expected. You know what I mean? After the games, you talk to the players. They're like, yeah, we expect to we we expect to win these games. We know we're a, we're a great team. We know what we can do. Um, I think something turned for them too, really after that Dallas game. I, I think you know, and I'm not into moral victories by any means, but we all remember that game and how it ended. Um, I think they came out of that game knowing exactly who they are, what knowing what they have to do. Uh, to win games, knowing what they have to do to make plays in the biggest moments, you know, and uh, that was a game that, you know, us being on the outside, I remember sitting here that Friday and being like, man, I don't know, I'm nervous, you know, I Dallas kills teams at home, and man, their defense, their D-line, and man, Dak's playing pretty good, right, and they went into that building, and it's, it's a game they should have won. Um, I think they learned they a lot about win, themselves. And I'm taking yeah. that to my grave. And I think they learned they a lot. I think they learned a lot about themselves after that game. Which hopefully they can uh, utilize that. going to San Fran. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. No, no, no. I know who it was. I know. Now Rico has said Niners by double digits. TJ, I don't have you on the record yet. I think the Lions cover. I think seven and a half is a lot of points. Um, I think the Lions are a good team. I think they're a great team. Um, and this is probably a, a, a bit of homerism in me, and maybe just wishful thinking, but. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions 28-26. I could see it being a, a aggressive Dan Campbell. We know we're going to score touchdowns and maybe get Shanahan to kick a couple field goals and you can get a little bit of a lead there at the end of the game. I just uh, maybe it's stupid, maybe it's, you know, I, I have football reasons. Yeah, Certainly, I think I think you this defense, you know, with the no, identity no, no. that they have, I can I can come up with football reasons. TJ, here's the thing. If you've made well, it to, if you've made it to championship week, there is no stupid opinion. Yeah. Cuz either team can like one of these teams is going to the Super Bowl. Like, this isn't, you know, some poor team. You're, this ain't the Panthers going up against the Bears. Yeah. Two of the best teams in now, the NFC. Would Can I also say I wouldn't be completely shocked if it were to end up how, what, what you think? You know, if, if TJ, it somehow got here's, away from here's you. A, here's a funny thing, and Mike, I don't think you mind me sharing this. We, Mike and I mm. were talking, and it was like, yeah, I, I think the Niners will win by 10 or more points, or the Lions will just there won't be any in between. It won't be like that squeak it out game where the Niners, like last week, either they go out there and handle their business or the Lions just take the game. Yeah. yeah. And I, they I think, win yeah. or or they get their head put in their carry on bag. And this it's is one of the two. This is this is probably the nervous part of being the uh, a fan, you know, on this weekend. Uh you know, the last couple of weeks I couldn't really make a case for man, well, if they lose this game, what can we talk about Monday? You know, because those were games you felt like they should win. Um, this weekend, you know, we know anything can happen, but the nervous part of me says, well, okay, let's say if we do come in Monday and, you know, they lost, and man, okay, at least you could say, you know what I mean? There's almost like, okay, yep. we, we still know we're a few pieces away, right? Yeah, you, you, right? So, you can feel proud about yourself. I mean, here's the thing. I want that to sound in a bad way, no, but you it, know what I mean? It's, it can, it's, not, it's not in a bad way because you made it far, further than you thought that you were going to be, but it, it is one of those things where – when you look at this game, and I'm, I've never been a big fan, but the guy on the other side of the microphone, Mike, believes in this Vegas stuff. That line never moved all week long. Now, as a matter of fact, it's gone to seven and a half. And you see the confidence that that Vegas has in this game and in the 49ers. It's like, you know, because I'm like, man, maybe they it should be a lot closer, but they're saying, no, it's not going well, to Well, it leads me to the question I was going to ask TJ, and like, I'm only – half joking i mean what the hell are they going to shoot debo up with for him to play i mean is he just going to be carrying a <laughs> syringe instead of a boom box Horse uh, into the stadium 
I don't like. I mean, what are we talking, Lawrence Taylor? Any given Sunday, we no. just go in double dose. Like they don't, they don't do. How that does anymore. it work? <laughs> Come I, on, I, they don't do that anymore. Oh, are you? Are you? Oh, I thought you were trying to be funny. No, no, no. I'm saying like I, oh. I. I mean, they, there's always stuff that they can do. It's like Toradol, I want to say. it's not. You're not getting shot up with like... Adebo, what's in this needle? Killers, Son, you, know? you don't want to know. Yeah, this was back in the day, too. I don't, I don't know what they Plausible deniability, to, Debo. They don't really do that anymore. Um, you know, they. I, I don't think they can, but... I, I don't right, really PR know. They've been, they've been kind of... Tell me in private. They've been, a, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm being 100% honest with you. I don't think there's any... Mike, you can't believe no what these guys are doing. Man. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the what about the magic spray from the World Cup? Hey, you know, remember the stuff they gave Ray Lewis back in the day? Yeah, that. <laughs> so yeah, listen, none of that. Let's give TJ a segment. I feel TJ. This is a new TJ. TJ, you're normally a very confident man, very outspoken, very gregarious. I'm seeing a a high level of self doubt and insecurity out of you. No, that's false. I want you to get, get it together, and then we're we're going to go to your adoring public next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. They are ready to roll on a championship Friday. Let's get to it, shall we? Let's do it. Straight to the people, TJ live with us, taking you uh, to 6 o'clock on a championship Friday. Let's go to Danny and get back to the people. Danny, how are you today, sir? How's it, how's it going, uh, Mike? Good, Dan. So my whole thing is, is this. Like, obviously, I, I'm very confident that the Lions can run on San Francisco. They've run on pretty much everybody. My concern is Dan Campbell not being Dan Campbell. I want, like, I've watched him. I went to the Seattle game to where all of a sudden mm-hmm. he went to uncharacteristic things that he did, uh, selling for field goals, doing things that, you know, like just kind of playing the clock and all that kind of stuff. That's not 
the Dan Campbell that I know, and I don't want him to kind of pucker up, as you might say, because this is his first time being on the big stage and then doing things that aren't characteristic of himself and the attitude of this team. I don't see that happening. He's shown you – I think he's been tactical. I can't think of a single decision he's made that I disagree right. with in the playoffs. He's done the right stuff. Right. I, TJ, Rico, any disagreement no, there? He, as a matter of fact, he has, Mike. It's become so normal watching him do that that when you see Todd Bowles or Kyle Shanahan or any other coach punting the ball or, like, not going for it, you're like, what are you doing? It's not what Dan Campbell would do. <laughs> right. Dan Campbell's going for it. So this is one where – does Campbell power it down because there's so much on the line, or does he just push his chips right. in the middle of the table and say, F it, let's do it? Yeah, I mean, my, my big thing is, is like, like I said, I, I, the one game that I went and saw him in Seattle, you know, like when he did that, I was like, wow, this is not like Dan Campbell at all. I just don't want to see that. You know, I'm, gr- I'm glad that they're at this. You know, fortunately I was alive when they went to the NFC Championship game against Washington and had no shot at that game. But I think they do have a legitimate shot here. I think uh, I do think San Francisco is probably going to win, but um, I think it'll be less than the seven and a half, though. Yeah, look, thanks, Danny. Uh, yeah, oh, and sorry, look, Mike. I just think people. No, no, Tease, you're fine. I was just going to make a point. Like, guys, we don't need to preface this like it's some declaration. Oh, the Lions have a chance. Hell, yes, they do. Yeah, I mean, they but made I, it this I, far. I just, we yeah, we got to lose that. Come on, man. This ain't the bad news bears showing up at San Francisco. You got a damn good football team out here. Yeah. It's Dan Campbell, not Walter Matthau. Go you're, not, you're not here by accident. The one thing I would say about Dan Campbell is I think he's learned that, you know, the the aggressive mentality can be fluid throughout a game, right? There's 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 a lot of times and early in the season where, you know, he, he's doing some things and you're like, whoa, wait, you know, okay, you know, let's see how it plays out. I think sometimes he goes into the game with the mindset of we're going forward on fourth, we're running fakes, we're going to do this, onside kick, whatever it is, and then doesn't really adjust based off how the game's going. I think he's been able to do that now. I think there's enough, uh, you know, in his in his uh, toolbox, there's 19 games this year to say, okay, hey, maybe I'm going to be really aggressive this game, and hey, offense comes out and scores the first two drives, and the defense is playing really good. Okay, maybe let's put that on the back burner. I don't have to be as yeah. aggressive, right? You kind of adjust to how your team is playing that day. I think that's something that he's – He's really adjusted over the course of, of not only the season, but you know the, throughout the three years he's been here. TJ, I wonder if he's adjusted, because I, I do think that he lost his composure at the end of that Dallas game, where we're going to go for it no matter, two for no matter what. And it was like, okay, well, maybe we should just bring it back. Let's kick the extra point. Let's regroup, and let's just go out there, play a little defense, go to overtime. I think he's learned from that that, you know what, don't get emotional. Be tactical, but not emotional. Yeah, I mean that game was clearly emotional. Um, I think it was strategy as well, and I, that's I why I said I to me that's as a Niner fan, that's the biggest concern is that he's learned from that. Yeah. He's, that's not the same guy that I saw at the Dallas end of the Dallas game. Yeah, well, he got he's so emotional. He's tactical. Now. Yeah, and I think also at the end of that Dallas game, there was a little bit of you know what? I think our guys need to know what it's going to be like to back against the wall we're heading to the playoffs we might be in this situation where if we don't make it we're going home right so uh let's at least get a, get that experience in see how we respond to it see how we can learn from it um because right then yeah did it matter yeah it could have been the two seat it all worked out anyways right um but you know if they get into that type of situation this sunday hey we need to convert on fourth and goal with five seconds left from the seven 
okay, hey, we've been here before, right, guys? We know what it's going to take. So hopefully, uh, like I said, everything that you know has kind of hindered them in the past. Hopefully, those they've learned from all that. And, and Dan Campbell, hopefully, he's learned from some of the uh, more aggressive, maybe you know, kind of mistakes that he feels uh, going into going into this weekend. Look, as the only one who's not involved in one way or the other, I mean, I, I, I'm homeless. I'm a Giants fan. I would tell you if I were in this spot, I'd be terrified to face Dan Campbell. Highest compliment I can pay yeah. because those decisions that he will make can undo dominance by the team you're facing. Like the Niners could be dominating a game, and it won't matter. It's like what Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes do to a defense. But we had the right scheme. It doesn't we, matter. Yeah, we called you. the right blitz package. He got out. Hey, we got the stop on a critical third and six. Just kidding. Fourth and six. Illegal contact. First down. F you. Touchdown. Like, I would be terrified facing him in a winner-take-all chips-down game where he's the underdog, too. I, I still think, I mean, you guys can slap me down on that one. I think it's a powerful tool. Players know. There's a belief structure in that room, us versus everybody. Now we're taking the wagon on the road. And having Dan Campbell as your coach, that's powerful. I'd be scared bleepless if I were in this game. But then again, I mean, I reside on a homeless, uh, you know, thrown away mattress, a.k.a. the Giants. <laughs> Thank you, Doug Karsh. 248-539-9797. That's Doug. You want to hear it again? No. Kind of. <laughs> wow. Was that today? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, that was his wedding night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honey, I'm eligible. <laughs> That's when he walked back wow. in, walked back home after the Rose Bowl. <laughs> right. Breasts. I'm going to ride my bike so hard. <laughs> Sounded bricked up. I'm gonna smash these Brussels sprouts. This is for the kale. I'm gonna pound this kale into submission. Respectfully. Respectfully, of course. Impossible. Honey, I'm home. Open line format. Let's go to Anthony, please. 97-1. Anthony, how are you? Okay. <laughs> Anthony, hey, what's Anthony. up? Yeah. Hi, um, I'm a 49ers fan. I grew up in Detroit. My dad's been one since 81, so I got some skin in the game. And uh, my concerns for my team are Kyle Sanahan getting his head on his butt when it comes to play Carlin. And um, I want him to attack the middle of the field and the back end and my – and my confidence is because they haven't seen a run game like ours unless you call it Baltimore. And that's about it, really. Rico, you got one of your own on the line here. Niners Nation or whatever, or the faithful or whatever they call it. So, so Anthony, no, no, Anthony, you're you're concerned about Shanahan and his being way too conservative, right? Yeah, he's like a boy genius. Like, he outsmarts himself sometimes. I'm like... What is wrong with you? And you got two other backs like Eliza Mitchell and and um, Jordan Mason, big bruisers who could wear down the line. You don't have to use Kristen every time. I don't get that. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, for me, Anthony, it's it's more of the the, the clock management, like how we – the end of the first half is like, are you going to be aggressive? you going to kick a field goal, touchdown? He just wasted a minute just to, you know, line up Moody out there to miss a field goal. So I can get that. 
I understand. Why don't, why don't we just get to it? Uh, TJ, you and I can just say this. All right. One dude's a beast and the other dude's a bitch. Just say what's on your mind, Rico. Just say it. Mike, Dan Campbell don't play that mess. Kyle Shanahan does. Like I, I, I've said that, except for I guess I have a, a vast vocabulary. I don't have to go that way. Nah, that's out the window. I'm on my seventh show of the day. <laughs> okay. F it. All right. Let's go. All right. I mean, t- hold on, though, fellas. That's true, though. That's part of the allure and the advantage of Dan Campbell in a game like this. I don't think being this hyper-conservative, scared, just weird Shanahan mode, that doesn't benefit you when the guy across from you is going to put pedal down, start Roar! to finish. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I gave it my best shot. You did. <laughs> Good luck, Sunday. I'm out of here. More of your calls next, 97.1. Yes. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S dot com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So, what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly and for the first time today, and TJ, just bear with me, brother. We we gotta have David read a few ticket texts. I've, I, I'm deplorable. We haven't had a check in yet today. That's on me, Rico. Sorry about that. Nah, David, okay. go ahead. Yeah, the people are excited. So I'm just gonna rifle through a lot of these here. Confidence, offensive line, and running concern. Lions secondary and playing outside on the road. 
Another one from Max says, confident the Lions control the middle of the field on offense. Concerned the 49ers control the middle of the field on their offensive side. Uh, Jason in Heartland says the confidence is golf playing well, and we put up points. Concern is injuries to the O-line and our tight ends. TJ, what was your read on Jonah's replacement? What is it, Ashoka or whatever the hell the guy's name is? Coyote Awasika. Yeah, no, he's been been steady. No, he has. Here's your problem. uh, Go ahead. Jonah gave up no pressures all day. He goes out of the game and on 17 snaps, what was it again? Ashwagandha? Awasika. Sure. Gave up seven pressures. Yeah. What's your what's your mindset? Now, obviously, Ragnow can help him out on Hargrave. Yeah. Glasgow v. Armstead, 1v1. You comfortable there? Yeah, I am. I think, um, you know, and, and even going back to some of my notes, that's, that's going to be a huge matchup, the interior of our O-line and the interior of our D-line, to be honest with you, too. Um, but, no, our, our O-line, look, you can find ways. Graham's going to have to play a, a really good game. He is. I think he matches up well with Armstead. Um, because let's be honest, Frank's probably going to be sliding left majority of the game, right? You've got a backup left guard in there, and Awasika is formidable, um, but it's, it's a drop down from Jonah. I will say, say this about Jonah. He's been extremely underrated, in my opinion. Um, I know he's been beat up a little bit. He's been hurt. He's missed some time, but uh, he is a he is a really, really good player. I like Jonah a lot. They're um, 40 yards a game better on the ground with him yeah, than without. No, it's, 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 <laughs> it's a wide margin. Um you know, but I think the good thing too, Mike, is that San Francisco's defense is very—I don't want to say vanilla, but they're—they're they're pretty basic when you watch them. It, they just line up and and say, "This is what we're going to run, and we're just better than you." We, you good luck. Try to block us, right? Um, Why and, do and you think good. they can't they're stop really the run with the resources they have up front? I mean, Rico, please feel free to jump in here. Why can't they stop the run, I, Mike? I, I, I would say the reason why they can't stop the run is because. For most games, they're ahead, so teams are passing. They have to play catch-up. So they don't get a lot of reps actually stopping the run game because they normally go down, they score early, and now you're playing catch-up. Green Bay said, no, 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 we're going to change that, and they were running the ball, and that's not something they're used to. They're used to being back in pass defense and trying to stop you because you can't. It's it's stupid for you to run the ball because you're going to eat clock and it's going to hinder you from catching up to them. It's it's a lot of scheme, in my opinion. It's a lot of the linebackers just saying, "Hey, we're willing to let you go for four or five. Right? Um, you know, yeah, because we're, we're, we're up seven. You're just not going to pass it on us. Yeah. Um, and, and being with Chris Kasurik, their defensive line coach, who's in San Fran now, he was here in Detroit for a long time. Uh, yeah, I was obviously a part of his team and played against his defensive lines for a long time. Their theory is stop the run on the way to the quarterback, right? So I think anytime you have that mindset, uh, it's going to be different, right? We know Aaron Glenn in this defense, number one is stop the run. That's what it is. Uh, San Francisco and their defensive style is get after the passer um, and and stop the pass. So uh, I think teams have schemed them up well. Uh, Green Bay certainly did a good job on some some of the pin-pull actions that they did last week and getting some down blocks, getting some linemen out in space. Uh, Aaron Did Jones a great job on a the big edge. one. A lot yeah. of guys slipping around a little bit, but that was something. That, Pinning that they Bosa, kind of, they, yeah, they kind of, because you can catch those guys off guard because they're thinking pass rush, pass rush, pass rush. All of a sudden, oh, down block from a tight end or a wide receiver. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, right? So I think there are ways where you can utilize that scheme against them with some quick-hitting counters, with some quick-hitting traps, um, because that's how you create defense or gra- 
that's how you create gaps against a defense like that, that they just want to get off off the ball. They want to get upfield. They want to get to the quarterback. You can use that against them, uh, which teams have had a bit of success doing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of scheme, and we'll probably find out early in, in Sunday's game what Ben Johnson wants to call. You cannot – Remember that Dallas game? You cannot expect a lot of long developing a slow play action or counter action type of runs against this team. They just get too much penetration. If you can hit them with some quick hitters, get some down blocks, get some counters, get some outside tosses, I think that's where you keep them honest. And that's where you see their safeties and their linebackers start to get more aggressive. Because I said a lot of the last two games, it was about, you know what, let Montgomery be the guy, eat clock, just run the ball. This is a game where I think it's Gibbs. Gibbs out the backfield. Gibbs running the ball, just Jameer Gibbs one-on-one with a linebacker. I mean, you saw what he did to Antoine Winfield, the safety, and it was like, you know what, you're not going to catch me. I'm going to go all the way and then stiff arm you as I score. I think if you're the Lions, this is a Gibbs type of game where use him in space and and, and just take your chances. And as a receiver, too. Mike, we talked about this yesterday. You have to use Jameer Gibbs as a receiver. I mean, it it is a lot of – one high safety that San Fran's going to give you. They like to crowd the middle of the field, but their linebackers like to get a lot of depth. They're not playing at five, six yards in the pass defense. They're playing at 12, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. There there can be a lot of space underneath uh, for your running backs coming out of the backfield. And that's where I like Jameer Gibbs uh, in this matchup. It's still in the run game, but coming yeah. out as a receiver and getting some of those and maybe he uh, dumped down that we see. San Fran does the yeah. same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Right, and right. see, here's and the thing. tackle and go for 20. And here's the thing. Normally, if this game were outside, I would say, you know what? That's not an advantage for Jared Goff, but it's going to be nice weather out there. So, And he's from that area, so he's used to all of this. So, to me, if you're accurate, you're fine. Now, if you overthrow your receiver, that's where, you know, Greenlaw Warner's going to pick you off yeah. because that's they're sitting there waiting for that mistake. But, yeah, I don't think the middle of the field is going to be as open as – I don't understand what the Buccaneers were doing last week. I just don't. I thought that maybe they would change at halftime and say, guys, we're, we're leaving the middle of the field wide open. Kudos for Ben Johnson. <laughs> and just, you know what? If you're not going to change, we're not going to change. And the Lions just said, we're going to take what you keep giving us. And, and that's how they won that game. They didn't outthink themselves. Because Tampa just, it, TJ, it was every time they dropped back, you just sit right there in the middle and there was nobody around you for 10 yards. Yeah, well, Tampa brought a lot of pressure, right? So you're automatically going to have some holes on your defense. Uh, San Fran doesn't. But it was the same hole every time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but well, that's what you get when you're sending six, seven, eight guys at times. Right, you, you know what I mean? That I'm like, Todd, <laughs> mix it up a little. No? Okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be. It's going to know be... the game started. Did you see the look on his face? He didn't know what day it was. <laughs> I mean, I know I don't want to distract us here, but that end of the game with him. I realized it in That's the moment. I'm like, offense. oh, my goodness. Like, the Lions need to slow down a little bit. I, you know what? Tampa still has a timeout. The, the way that game <laughs> ended tells you how they feel about a coach. Because if you were a coach that were that they were teetering on firing you, you would have got that fired. That was incredible to me. It, it, in a, in a one-score game. Right. If you're down 9 or 10, yeah, what, okay, what's okay, that Okay, we can't do? score yeah, twice. Great. But you know what? Who's to say we couldn't take the punt back and now we go for two? And let's see what like, happens. You never know. It's right. the playoffs, man. And earlier this season, Tampa Gentlemen's got agreement. The, I what? I can't remember what game it was, but it might have been. Did, did they play Philly in the regular season where they almost caught a Hail Mary at the end yes. of the game? You Remember what I'm saying? Yes. It went right off Chris Godwin's yes. hand in the end yeah. zone. So if you're a coach that's been through that, I, I was surprised by it. Like I said, I don't want to get off topic. No, because no, I was looking at the was, clock too late. That was too confusing like, to me. Because <laughs> I, I thought maybe 
you know what? Maybe it was uh was NBC. They had the wrong timeouts out. Like, you know what? They the graphics wrong. Yeah, they don't have a timeout. Well, Wait, they Campbell screwed up by not managing the clock, and Todd Bowles was like, "Nah, I I know you're you're helping me out." But, yeah, uh, we're I'm, good. <laughs> TJ, we're I've good. I've seen you on the lake, fourteen beers deep, with better decision making than Todd Bowles. <laughs> Just leave it alone. It was egregious. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Um, great. I'm getting talked into the Lions as we reach the halfway point of the show here. <clears throat> I just, I know, I know. I'm going to continue. I'll, I'll continue processing. Let's get to the picks. We'll do it next. We'll get an injury report. Lots left to do today. 97-1. All right, let's do it. It's time for the picks. David, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to drop a beat here. Here's your rat line of the week, people. Ding, 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 boom, boom. Touchdown. Touchdown, black guy. Those are the picks. Brought to you by Tito's handmade vodka. I don't know that I've ever seen a worse week by the top three people in the standings. And then the best week is TJ and Kenny at four and four. Come back. We're just dest- we're just destroying the game. You, you know what? That we're all awful. eligible. Mike, would you like us to talk about your record last week? You you had no uh, shame in blurting out my three and nine week the week before. Well, sure, I'm still ahead of you after handing you a week. One and seven, Rico two and six, David two and six. Hey, here's TJ. Oh, look at me, four and four. It's, and I still mean, below me in the standings. Third and one and Have seven. Have another Zins. Third and one and seven. Let's go. Can we can we proceed? Let's do it. I can't believe this is on the picks. Wisconsin at home. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait hold on. State. Mike, it gets better. Yeah, Let's but. just do this one. But trust me, the next game, it gets better. Go ahead. All right. Wisconsin laying two and a half at the Cole Center to Michigan State. Mr. Rico. Mike, uh, you've taught me when the line looks funky like that, Wisconsin is a ranked team. That line should be bigger. So it's either Michigan State or pass. But since we can't pass, give me Michigan State in the points. Kenny Cott, who won't watch a second of this. You know how big of a fan I am of college hoops, but I need to gain a game on Rico, so I'm going to take uh, Wisconsin here. Hatchet man. It is Michigan State or pass, so I'm going to pass. I know I'm going to go West- <laughs> Wisconsin here. Lord. Wisconsin. America will pass on watching it. TJ, uh, go ahead, I buddy. Mean, I have Dan no- Campbell and Jared Goff have been vital as this team heads out in search of a title. I got another one. I'm looking for a word that rhymes with block, though. Um, peacock. <laughs> <laughs> peacock. What do you think they call Peacock for short? Uh, probably PC. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, you know, Instagram, I they probably, call it the gram. Right. The PC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm um, thinking if you want a spot on this radio show, you're going to move on. I'm, I'm trying to help you here, TJ. Hey, PC, and let's move on. <laughs> Uh, I, God bless. Hey, I don't look, know. Hey, Give me hey, Wisconsin. Give me Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin. Mike, this is like um, your Air Force bets where you have a bad week and you just come back at us the next week with a bunch of. Oh, no. David, <laughs> David, David put these on the list. <laughs> I'm going to take Wisconsin because state is ass. Give me Wisconsin. Iowa at Michigan. What a proud program. Michigan laying one and a half. Wait. Michigan's favored? Uh-oh. See, I, see this Rico. is I, It gets worse. Mike, Michigan's favorite. Both teams are bad. But Juwan <laughs> is like 0-26 in one-point games. So, therefore, I got to take Iowa. Or Phil Martelli is actually the coach, but you know what I mean. 
Kenny Cott. Well, you know how big of an Iowa Hoops fan I am, so I'm just going to go Iowa Caitlin here. Clark? That's right. <laughs> yeah, she playing this game. Such, <laughs> you are such a jerk, Kenny. <laughs> Caitlin Clark, three. <laughs> so here's the thing. I Over be- four and a half threes. I believe in Phil Martelli and the boys. Oh, sorry. He's not coaching. I have to go Iowa here. Yeah, uh, Iowa. Yeah, haven't watched a second of either of these teams. I'll take Hold on. on. No, <laughs> I don't got nothing. Honest to God, TJ, will you do an episode of Cash the Ticket with me and Cookies where you just talk college basketball? Hey, I need more of this in my life. I can't. I can't even fake it <laughs> with college basketball. I got nothing. I'll take Iowa. I though. mean, it's a home game, so road scholar Doug McDaniel <laughs> plays, right? <laughs> I'll take Michigan. <laughs> if good old Encyclopedia Britannica's playing, I'm in. All the, right, yeah, let's the, go. Their point guard is suspended for all away games, but he can play in home games. Not kidding. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Hey, guess what? Neither have we. <laughs> right, they finally uh, figured out how to be half pregnant. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Up next, hey, he's faithful on Friday nights, but not Saturdays. <laughs> a suspension program by Michigan. Golden Knights and Red Wings. This is a parody. This isn't on here, is it? It's on there. With the, with the puck line, Knights minus one and a half. Rico, F it. You know what? Both teams have uh, been playing well <laughs> last 10 games. Nope, for- that's not true. Oh, that? No. One oh. of them has. I was looking at the stats, Kenny. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, I'm going to say for you, Kenny, you hate Michigan State, <laughs> but I'll just go with Rico the wings. Stupid. He pretty much did. Advanced metrics would argue with you there. Um, okay, yeah, okay. If you're going to get into all of that. I'm a hockey okay. nerd. Okay. High danger chances, Rico. Okay. Fenwick. You know, I, you know, I'm sorry. I was just looking at the win-loss type thing. So As I'm sure you knew, uh, Jack Eichel is on the IR right now for the Golden Knights, so give me the Red Wings with the point and a half. <laughs> Rico, that's why I just shut up about college basketball, right? <laughs> but I wouldn't do you that way, TJ. Yeah, but there was no reason for Kenny to go Doug riding bike. No, they're not. Uh, Kenny, they're Kenny. really good. No, yeah. they're not. They scored three. No, no they're didn't. not, stupid. You don't why know didn't you check Fenwick? your Fenwick? <laughs> Trying to help why you out. Why don't you stop playing you. with your Fenwick and read it? <laughs> I mean, Fenwick. Kenny. What Dave, rhymes with Fenwick? David going. It's an analytic. I am um, <laughs> David. What I do you am got? Going to hide here. I'm guessing I'm going to go Red Wings, Kenny. All right, thank you. All right, Red Wings. Kenny, are, <laughs> are the Red Wings playing pretty good? All right, you know it's going to be a, a probably a rowdy atmosphere down there. Detroit's uh, feeling pretty damn good. I think that carries the team. Red Wings a little bit rubs off on them. What the Lions are doing, I'll take He'll the just wings. Be fine. He just yeah, I'll take the wings. Is that okay, Kenny? I'm getting a goal and a half. I'll take the wings. Yeah, why not? Wizards laying six and a half at the Pistons. <laughs> We're going deep selections for the picks. Rico Kenny, Kenny, should you help me out on this? I one? don't know. I don't know. I was yeah. I was going to lean on you for this. I feel like we do a back and forth. Uh, no, you, 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 get, uh, no, oh, you no. get nothing from me. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, 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 you don't get to go Najee Davenport on his laundry basket <laughs> and then ask him to fold the clothes. Now, come on. Um. Both teams bad. Marvin Bagley <laughs> scored 20 points in his debut. It's going to be personal for him. You know what? I think the Pistons will rise up. Give me the Pistons and the points. He's, wow. Uh, Kenny. 
Uh, good teams win. Great teams cover. The Pistons are neither of these things. Give me the Wizards. Over to David. The Wizards are neither of these things, too. They've only won seven games, Kenny. I'm Wizards. God, you're so stupid. Right. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. No, you're a doo-doo head. <laughs> Wait, the Wings and Pistons are both at home on Saturday? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And oh, That's pretty cool. And then the Pistons go back and play oh. Sunday. A noon tip oh. for you the don't Pistons. Get it. Eight puck drop. Oh, they're the going to have to flood that yeah, thing pretty TJ, quick. Yeah, but TJ, you don't get it. The Pistons aren't actually in the building. They're actually putting them out in the parking lot. They're at the district. <laughs> Guys, we haven't even gotten to a football game. <laughs> okay, come, come on, on, come on. Let's, let's save some time. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll take Wash. I'll take the Wizards. Wizards, it's a Marvin Bagley revenge spot. Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens laying three and a half. Your total 44 and a half, Mr. Rico Beard. You know what, Mike? Everything is saying Ravens, but the three and a half. Give me the Chiefs and the points because Mahomes just doesn't go away and give me the over. Okay. Kenneth Cott. Yeah, same exact thing, Rico. Chiefs, points, and over. Thank yeah. you, Kenny, David, for agreeing. Yeah, I believe it's going to rain. That means the uh, Ravens. I know they both have really good defenses, but Ravens at home gives them the edge there because of the rain. I'm going Ravens and under. Mr. Thomas oh, John Lang. Man, I thought it was going to be a Lonely Island. Rico and Kenny, I'm, I'm riding with you guys. Though. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Playoff time. Uh, six straight AFC championship uh, games. You, it just, yeah, it's right? hard it's, to go against it's him. It's hard to bet against him, man. And, and I you just, know what? There's something still with Lamar that I just... You still, there's something missing. You know what I mean? I, I, I think if... Obviously, no. if he wins this game, it, it changes my mind. But Patrick hey, Mahomes, that's the reason I'm taking him. Give me the Chiefs and David, I'll take the over. Classic Lamar slander. Um, I love Lamar. Chiefs can't stop the run. Ravens run it. Lamar cheat code. And I think the three and a half is indicative of the confidence in the Ravens. That number hasn't moved down. I'll go Ravens. I will go under. Lions, Niners. That number is now seven and a half. Over under 51 and a half. Let's go to the king of the 49ers scumbags, Rico Beard. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, so definitely going to take to take the over, and I'm mm-hmm. going to trust Las Vegas with this. Give me the Niners and the over. There it is. Kenny Cott, reporting eligible. Reporting eligible also, Doug Karsh. <laughs> Give me the Lions. Give me the over. God almighty, that's unbelievable. David, I'm with you, uh, Rico. I do believe it's going to be a higher-scoring type game, so I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to take... For Lori, who works with us in the building, I'm going Lions. Reluctantly. I don't know why that was relevant, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> TJ. I'm taking the over. Uh, I already told you I got the Lions winning 28-26. I think this defense, the change that they made against that Denver game where they say, you know what, we're going to give up some big plays. We're fine with that because we're going to hit the quarterback. We're going to get some takeaways. I think that continues to be consistent this week. I think you get one off of Brock Purdy. That's going to be the difference. I'm taking the Lions to win this one. I blame TJ Lang for what I'm about to say. I just give me the Lions and give me the over 51 and a half. I, 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 there you go. There you go. That's oh. going to be the sports book taking my money when the oh. Niners win 38 17. Can't wait to spend <laughs> that extra time with you, Mike. I, I know. It's going to be amazing. What a blessing. Um, <laughs> all right. Those are the picks. 97 1. All right, injury report. 
And again, I, I don't know how much illuminating information you get for an NFL t- NFC title game, but David, you've got the latest. Where are we at with both sides? Yeah, I'm actually waiting on the 49ers, but we do have the Lions right now. Uh, so off the injury report, Josh Reynolds, Frank Ragnow, Laporta, Houston, and Anzalone. They are off of it. Uh, questionable yeah. for the game would be Chase Lucas and Hendon Hooker. Doesn't matter there. Uh, no. But out would be Khalif Raymond and Jonah Jackson. Yeah, I, and the other one is, look, I, I just my belief that James Houston is going to play a role is just fleeting. I mean, you're coming back after being away for how long? You got to earn the coach's trust to get back in the game in a winner-take-all spot, and it just doesn't seem like he's there or it's there. So I'm just kind of viewing it that while he's there, I don't feel like I'm getting a lot, if anything, quite frankly. Yeah, and I think we're going to be a little delayed with San Francisco because of the time difference, I believe, because everyone else has theirs but San Francisco. So. Yeah, but but it doesn't really matter because reality is they're going to say Debo's questionable. Correct. You're That's right. <clears throat> they're going to say questionable. Yeah, questionable, you know, but he looks like video shows his second day at practice. So he limited. went through practice. Yeah. Here's what I would expect to happen. Enrico, full rye, I will defer to you. It's your team. He plays. I think they put him on almost a pitch count. And I don't think they're going to start the game. Hey, let's see if Debo can take a hit. (laughs) I think it's something where it's, let's see what we can do. Him on the field, Lions have to account for him. But let's see what we can do without him, so to speak. And if this thing's a game, if this thing's tight, well, then then you're going to have to go Emmitt Smith, 1993, uh, you know, Giants-Cowboys. You're going to have to go warrior mode. We're going to need you. Is that is that crazy, or do you have the same feeling? No, I, I got the same feeling. It's let's go out there, let's get ahead, use Debo as a distraction, maybe throw him a ball where he can catch it and kind of go out of bounds and not take a hit to show the Lions, hey, he is involved in the game plan, but you're right. A pitch count that if we need to bring you back in the fourth quarter, we will keep you know stay warm, but let's try to use you as little as possible in this game. David, ticket text, let's check in. Yeah, ticket text, biggest confidence would be the O-line. Biggest concern would be the linebackers versus Kittle. Uh, the last five games was down the field wide receivers versus Sutton, but I think Sutton can handle the short routes of Debo. That is Kyle at work. Uh, someone else yeah, says. I, you know, I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta stop you there. <clears throat> they're, they're, oh, if Debo's right, no one handles, quote-unquote, Debo Samuel. And I didn't understand C.J. Gardner-Johnson's remarks about Debo. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah, you know the guy's hurt. You get out there. And I, I just wouldn't be in the business of calling a, a grown-ass man who's an all-pro a little boy, and you're a running back, bro. Like, I love CJ, and I think he's a hell of a good football player. I don't need that before an NFC title game. But you know what? CJ Gardner-Johnson has to go CJ Gardner-Johnson, Mike. But you're right. He's injured. It's like, you know, Bosa saying, oh, well, Ragnow, you know, I'm going to dominate you. Well, yeah, I'm hurt. What do you expect? Not 100%. I don't think, honestly, it had anything to do with him being injured or not. I think now, that seemed personal. Because it goes back to the Philadelphia-San oh, Francisco yeah, thing. Yeah. That's why. You know what? You're right, David. You're, you win. That so, was personal. No matter what it was, it became right. personal no matter what. So. so just so we're clear, 
you're okay with you can't run routes, you're a running back. It's like he's an all pro. He's a weapon. He's one of the 20 best players in the entire sport. I I just I love but you know trash what? talk. But Mike, but come he on, gets, some of it it just gets absurd. In his world, maybe he feels like he needs to do that. He got away with it against uh against the Bucks. We pretty much said, "Hey, if you guys had a quarterback, you'd be a you'd be a great team." Right, that's Baker Mayfield. No one's mistaking him for an all-pro. Fair. Confidence in our O-line and running game. The concern is that uh, it's real now, that we are playing on the road against a team that is good on all sides. Someone else says, a concern would be the secondary giving up 400 passing yards. Confidence would be Gibbs running outside the tackles and offense putting three touchdowns on the board. Uh, and listen, I think it's simple, too. Niners lose this game, they'll fire Steve Wilkes as defensive coordinator. Yep. You don't get to have two games like that in a row with a team like this and teams just line up and run at you and they do it the same way in back-to-back weeks. No way. So I am going to be interested early what is the counter. Because, you're look, Ben Johnson's as good as it gets. And some of their schemes and some of the things they're able to do because a guy like Panay Sewell is so athletic, it's so ridiculous. Niners better have a counter. Because if it's if it's sweep to the left and sweep to the right and it's Gibbs perimeter stuff all that, Steve Wilkes may as well pack his bags at halftime. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, from Jay Cuts, he says the number one confidence would be poise of the offense and winning the time of possession. The number one concern for him would be if the defense allows multiple splash plays. Then he says, "Go." I line. think both defenses. I think both defenses are going to give up place I, I i i think these offenses both ways are too good it's just it's but see i guess i look I'm, it's the splash play though mike is is it a splash play going down the sideline that has the potential for a touchdown or is it a big you know 30 yard chunk in the middle of the field where does it end up as a touchdown but you get to move the ball and you change the the, the, the uh because you know sudden and that if i'm a lions fan that would bother me if you got a receiver one-on-one going down the field, you just throw it deep and okay. play 500. Hey, Sutton left on an island, dead. Ambry Thomas left on an island, equally dead. Fair. But it's the thing the, is. It, it is the same thing. Ambry's, Ambry's the third corner, whereas Sutton, Correct. you're number one. Well, and here's the other thing. You do a bit. Well, you guys don't blitz like the Lions do. But, yeah, I mean, Sutton, it's not his fault but like asking him to be on an island with some of these receivers is crazy but they have to do it yeah they just don't get a choice because i gotta think that yeah this is maybe you know where the lions third second or third receiver whoever whoever lines up with ambry number 20 that's who they're they're gonna pick on him all day just like green bay did because if he either gonna get a penalty or you're gonna catch the ball yeah, I can see them uh, maybe matching up at some point, J-Mo against them, some, at some point, maybe. Oh now, now, that yeah. scares me. Yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. That scares me. A2 and Tecumseh says, confident in the running game. Concern is protection for golf. Yeah, I mean, that the stat about, I can't pronounce his name, Jonah Jackson's replacement, that's pretty chilling stuff. And we have to see what Frank Ragnow looks like. At his best, he's an all-pro. If he's compromised, now you've got a real problem in the middle of your defense, against, middle of your offense, against Hargrave, whose specialty is Havoc. See, I'm, I'm so, going to be real interested early. And I'm so glad you said that because Lions fans, 
are excited. Oh, yes. Dan Campbell's been saying it all week. Ragnall's going to play. Wonderful. We knew that. But how effective will he be? Will he be yeah, the, the all-pro center you need? Yeah. I'm not questioning. Believe me. Let me say it for the people in the back. There ain't nobody questioning that dude's toughness. Ooh. Playing through what he played through last <laughs> week, that's crazy stuff. That's Dick Butkus stuff. But that doesn't mean you're ready to roll the next week at the same level. That adrenaline will get you through some wild situations. I just want to see. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Here's what I want to do. We got to get to who said it. We're going to get more of the phone calls as well. Prop bet casino championship Friday rolls on, but let me at least try to be a little bit timely here, so David doesn't tell me I'm number one again uh, in an offensive manner. All right, gentlemen. Mike, you are right. Well, a lot of news this week, so actually we got a, quite a few different subjects in the game today. But, Roberto, are you ready to play the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go. Now, are this, you ready? This first one might be one of the more profound things I've ever heard uh, said oh, on boy. these airwaves. Are you ready? Oh, Here we go. Boy. Yeah. I just got a feeling, man, and if you can base it in logic, add some circumstance to the mix, you decide what you're going to decide. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, now, please hear that again. What? <laughs> oh, my God. We get paid to talk for a living. That's what we get. <laughs> I just got a feeling, man. And if you base it in logic, add some circumstance to the mix, you decide what you're going to decide. Hey, it is what it is. We're just going to take it one game at a time. <laughs> one play at a time. Uh, one one series at a time. One quarter at a time. Is player audio eligible that, like, they play during the bump backs of somebody like Coach Speak after a game? Because that's what that was. I, no. I got one of two people. Let's hear it. And they both do the Michigan games. <laughs> that's either Doug. Right, full disclosure, when, when he started doing it, my answer was going to be Doug. So let me just get that out of the way, and now you guys can continue. <laughs> is Doug, but but you know what? I'm going to say that Doug is a little more polished than that. I'm going to go Jansen. Yeah, but the problem is Jansen didn't talk this week. No. Did you hear one-word answer theater the day Harbaugh left? Yes. Okay, but, no. but was that really I'm talking? Sad. Was that statement really talking? That At least was, it was that, words. That was AI. What was that even? What what was that even about? Like, what was that in reference that's about, to? That's about the Lions, dude. Yes. I, all right. Um. I yeah. I I thought Jansen initially, and you saying that made me also consider Jansen. So I'm gonna stick with Jansen here. All right. Two Jansons and a Karsh. We go to the pastor, David. All right. I'm gonna be nice. No. I'm really hoping it's not my go-to. Okay. Truly hoping that it's not my go-to, so I will not do that. But it could be someone else on his show, and it's not Doug. The host of the show? It could be the host of the show, Kang. That's what I'll go with. All right, Roberto. Who said it? Who said it? I just got, I got a feeling, man. Why? <gasps> logic. Add some you know what, David? to the mix. David. You decide what you're going to decide. I was hoping for the best, Rico. It hoping for the best, okay? <laughs> David, you ever seen the Super Bowl? I believe it was Jackie Smith dropped a touchdown. Yes. That's what you just did. 
He's got to be the sickest man on the face of the earth. (laughs) That's you right there, David. David is sitting on his ass in the end zone as the ball trickles away. David went to the ref, said, I'm eligible. Play worked. Except for one thing, David dropped the ball. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Both teams are going to go out and play hard. It is what it is. It's going to be a tough battle. Thanks, Gabe. Circumstances, they're playing football. All right, everybody come. Let's go to the next one. Here's the next one. He's following his dream. More power to him. Happy for him to be able to have that opportunity. Happy for Michigan to have the opportunity to have a number of really good candidates. Oh, my God. What a propagandist pile. Hmm. Kenny, do, do we go back to the well? I, yeah, we were thinking the same thing, huh, Jansen? Kenny, I think we've made up. We're now friends All again. All right, we're, we're friends again. <laughs> Jansen, Jansen is. That sure as hell feels like it, but I swear to you guys, the day he left, I listened to that show three different times. So I honestly thought John had taken the day off. So is it Doug? <sighs> guys, I don't want to steer you the wrong way. I, it's got, no, we've already, Kenny not, and I are locked in. Wait, 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 stop. What about the other guy? Gov? That's where I was leaning. Oh. No. Oh, but he was on the on his own show. Is his show eligible? No. No, no, no. Did he Because it because he got he left after Wednesdays with Wojo. Right. Okay. He got Okay. No. Yeah, yes. it was Wednesday it, night. It was Wednesday night. Was Wednesday yes. Night. Okay. Right, because remember Bob acted like an idiot, like, oh, my God, you're so stupid if you think he's still in L.A. Cutscene, he is in L.A. Let's go um, ahead and delete that. Uh, all right, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't want to be an alarmist. I just didn't want to see us go down a bad path. You know you're what, Mike? You're going to say some things, and you're going to use words, and you're going to get your opinion out there, <laughs> and that's just how you, you do radio. circumstance in there. And <laughs> radio. circumstance in there. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> You put a pinch of circumstances. Right, that's his you radio. Do a good show. You do a bad show. You throw some circumstances, some callers in the mix, spin it all around. I mean, it's like radio. It's life in the big city, you know? It's just, it is what it is. It's a weasel. It's a wazzle. It's in the air. Oh, you're going Jansen. Kenny's going Jansen. David, do you? I'm going Gov. Somebody had to say something on the morning show. Okay, all right. You don't think Stoney would have said that, do you, fellas? He could have. It's possible. Or, you know you know what I'm just realizing? We've just got way too many Wolverine propagandists on the station. I can't choose. (laughs) (laughs) But cookies cookies wasn't in, was he? Okay. And I don't think he would have said that. I don't know. Let's hear it. Who said it? Who said it? Followed his dream, more power to him. Yes! Oh, him to yes! That opportunity. Lay up! David, that's how you catch a ball in the end zone. <laughs> Rico, <laughs> he's following his dream. Right. More power to him. Okay, hey, John, he left your program at Tatters. The second I heard he's following his dream, you could have stopped right there, Roberto. More power Boy, to him. Vey. <laughs> He's just following his dreams because this is what he grew up to do and this is what he always wanted out of life. That's right. That's Sounds almost like a, as bad under as the circumstances. The Sounds like a sitcom theme song. It's almost as bad as reading the newspaper today where a columnist who may or may not spend 10 days a year in Metro Detroit <laughs> writes a column about 
Oh my God, it's, it was destiny and he leaves a legend and they turn the comments off because they know it was a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> comments always make it better. Go ahead, Roberto. No, here's another one. Are you ready? Yes. I can't, just, I can't just take the look back and say we had a great year. Maybe that'll happen in a week or two after the game should things not go our way. But if that is not the case, yeah, I'm going to be not in a good mood. That's I, Kenny Cott. I would like to. Oh, I was going to use the Jenkins rule because I also think it's my think myself saying I that. think that's Kenny. I'm reporting oh, as eligible. Wait, wait. That's Kenny. I think it was. Is I remember this saying Kenny's that. first time? Second time. First time that Roberto's ever used me, though, because David used right. me the other time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Let's just all go Kenny. Yeah. Roberto, hit it. I can't just take the look back and say, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Maybe that will happen in a week or two after the game, should things not go our way. But if that's not the case, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Okay. We, 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 yeah, we, we, hey, we hear Kenny. Sorry, I'm hey, sorry. Roberto. Hey, Roberto. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> because you know what? In the circumstances, uh, one team just won a little more than the other, but both teams played hard. And, uh, you know, they played a good game. Mix in some football in there. They left it all out on the field. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) More power to them. (laughs) More power to them. He left you with two NCAA investigations. You decide what you're going to (laughs) decide. You decide what you're going to decide. You do what you're going to do. And circumstances and things that I... Say la vie. Bada beep, Come on. Let's get one more. Let's get one more. Touchdown. Come on, Roberto. One more. All right, you want one more. Here we go. Oh, my God. All right, one more. If he is your head coach, it comes with some challenges because he is a very different dude. Okay, obviously that's Harbaugh. Different dude leads me to think Stoney. That's it. That sounds like something Stoney would say. Like, I use that phraseology, but when it comes to Harbaugh, he's a nutcase. Like, I right. use something more apropos. No, yeah, like you nutcase. That would be see, too nice for you. That's why I said Stoney, because that's his, you know, PC way of saying the same thing that you said. Got it. Kenny Cott. One more time, Roberto. I'm completely lost. If he is your head coach... It comes with some challenges because he is a very different dude. Hmm. It is what it is, Kenny. It is what it is. You know, you mix in some circumstance in there. Um, I don't know. David, do you have a guess? I need to think about this because I'm compl- I'm lost in the woods right now. Man. Kenny, we're only here to six. I don't know. I'm stuck <laughs> on circumstance. Just give me, give me guff. I don't know, man. I actually don't mind David's that, answer. That's not a bad guess. I, I think it's Gov that's more not. than Stony. Yeah, I like Gov. Let's do that. I'll go Gov in the uh, bad axe area. All right. Is it Gov? Who said it? If he is your head coach, it comes with with some. Why is Doug underwater? What is wrong with his audio? Very different I don't know. <laughs> All right. Just kill it. Just kill it. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. <clears throat> But it was done. You're Can correct. we? All right, just just please, because I know I would enjoy it. I'm sorry, listeners, if I'm being selfish. Can you just run through the drop fiesta that this segment created today of go. one-liners? You decide what you're going to decide. 
Add some circumstance to the mix. It is what it is. <laughs> More power to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then finish with a Doug roar, and we call it a day. David? <laughs> I really question what I do for a living. I know. Hey. <laughs> that is who said it. All right, David, a few ticket texts. Basically, we want to know this question. It's very simple. What are you confident about? What are you concerned about? 248-539-9797. We've had a lot of phone calls today. We got a few open lines if you want to jump in. David, a yes, couple, sir. couple ticket texts, and then we'll go back to the phone line. Yeah, biggest concern would be the turnovers. We turn it over, it'll be enough to give them the game. Confidence is attack party early and force him to turn the ball over. That is Brandon in a Jeep. Let me let me ask a question on behalf of Brandon to Rico. You've watched every snap of Purdy, mm-hmm. and I've watched a ton of them, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I've watched every snap. Is it fair or unfair for Lions fans or for me? I have this thing where, like, I feel like he gets nervous. I mean... Look, the Cleveland game was a disaster in the rain. No Debo. The Ravens game, they punked him. And then last week, up until that last draw, it was like he looked scared almost. Is that is that made up or is that something you feel? No, I think that's something that you feel. Now, what the tangible thing is, Mike, is is his first like five throws will dictate how the game goes. If his, if his first five throws are he's overthrowing receivers, it's sailing high or behind them, then it's going to be a long mm. day for him. But if he's hitting guys in stride, it's going to be a long day for the defense that he's playing up against. I think the other thing that's interesting is this version of the Niners does something that the old Niners never did. They go empty set. Mm-hmm. They'll put Purdy back there in five wide. Mm-hmm. Now, again, how do you get a defense to stop blitzing you? Well, here's the deal. We got five eligible receivers. You can bring six or seven guys, but I'm going to get that ball out quicker and on target and on time than you'll ever get to me. So I I do wonder if that becomes part of, does Shanahan go that route? Because the Lions have enjoyed bringing secondary blitzes more than any team in football. Maybe the Ravens. Yeah. And and, Um, and I I think what happens a lot, too, is his personality, like he's got that look where, you know, he's not fiery, he's not rah-rah guy, so... Because he does that, it looks like, you know, is he concerned? Is he worried? Mike, you can't tell whether they're up or whether they're down because he looks the same. And I guess that's what you yeah, want out of a player. A, I don't know if he's awake. Like, at least with Goff, there's an emotion there. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's there. I'm not saying Goff is, you know, this fireball, but at least I have a. But again, he's been in the league eight years. Right. Purdy's been in the league too. I think the Lions have an advantage with the experience. I think they have an advantage that the player's been in a game like this. You know, Purdy, it's not his fault he got his arm ripped off last year in Philly. Mm -hmm. But Goff has been through this. I I do think there's value in that. No, it is. I mean, the fact that he's going to have Debo out there, he plays better. A lot of the games that he's lost, or even like last week where he struggled, there was no Debo. That was one of the common denominators. Now, the Ravens game, that was the outlier. But in that Ravens game, Mike... His first couple of throws were all off the mark, tip passes, interceptions. 
And now, you know, the self-doubt for him comes in. Because he's yeah. got to hear what people are saying about him and wondering, you know, are you really the guy or can we put anybody in that spot and they lead the Niners? David, sorry. Go ahead, buddy. No, you're you're good. Confidence in the offense. Uh, I am concerned about the uh, the secondary, he says. That's David from Rochester Hills. Hmm. I mean, that it's also just I've accepted it. You know what? Really? Like I'm not, I'm not. I can't be concerned about something. It's just this is Dan Campbell told you everything you need to know. They're not concerned. They know this is the deal they've made with the devil. I think the players know. Yeah. They have to blitz. They have to be aggressive. And the result of it is we're going to give up a bunch of stuff. Don't stress. Yeah. Make the one play. Um. Real, real quick. We won't make it a. I won't keep tabs on it. But we did. Yeah, just did the Probeck Casino. But Kenny mm-hmm. and I. We're also talking during the break. Mm-hmm. Which quarterback of the four has the worst day? Wow. Hmm. My answer, yeah, I, you're going to hate this. I think it's Mahomes. I don't like this spot for the Chiefs at all. Like, look, he's a first bout Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. His bust is already in Canton. But... He literally has to drag this carcass of a team across the finish line to get to a Super Bowl. The Ravens are a historically good team. They are. In Baltimore, Ed Reed and Ray Lewis are going to be in the house. T. Payne is going to be in the house. I I just, I don't see it. They have no see, explosiveness. They don't have weapons. I, I, and I'll it's funny. Mahomes. It's funny because I'm going to say Lamar. Because Lamar has been told, you're the best player in football. Lamar, this is brand new to him getting to this point. Yeah. He's got a lot. Of, Mahomes has got house money. You're on the road. You weren't supposed to win last week. You're not supposed to win this week. And he he already has Super Bowls. So if, even if he loses the game, nobody's going to say anything about him. Your receivers all suck. And congratulations, you made it this far. <laughs> But Lamar, uh, okay. Here's what we've settled on: the worst game will come from the Chiefs Ravens game, because yeah. I think both Goff and Purdy play well. Yeah, and it's going to be fireworks. I, I can't imagine either guy has the worst day. Right. But but I think of of the four quarterbacks, Lamar has the most pressure because you've been told 100%. you're the best player. See, I'm it's gonna... a complete legacy game. This is a legacy game where if he doesn't get this done, he doesn't get to go to the adults' table. Your MVPs don't mean anything. Go ahead, Dave. And I'm going to answer for Kenny because when this question was posed, I looked at him and said, what is your answer, Kenny? He says, I'm too nervous, too emotional, and scared. I'm not going to answer this. I'm going to. So he's saying golf? He's saying golf. I didn't say that. Wow. Golf. You're such a hater, Kenny. I didn't say any of that. <laughs> I like Rico's answer better. I'm going to go with Lamar. <laughs> Damn it. I was wow. actually going to say Purdy because I think there's a chance, a better chance that Purdy goes full Purdy than anybody else has a bad game. Here's the thing. If, Kenny, if you, can I, oh, go ahead, Mike. No, you first, please. If you're a Lions fan, seriously, Purdy's first four or five throws will tell you what he's going to be. If he is overthrowing his receivers and everything is high and he's missing them and they're going three and out, you may win this game. It's going to be a long day for the 49ers. 
if he's hitting guys in stride, if he's hitting Ayuk deep, he's in str- Now he's he, that's one of those days where he's going to end up with four touchdowns. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, there's a chance. Dude, All you right. got See, you, not got, a more, bad you got more than a chance. Kenny, yeah. what, here's what I don't get. People, if you identify with Kenny, I'd like to talk to you. What the hell are you scared of or nervous of? You're here. There's nothing to be nervous about. You're a seven and a half point underdog, which is a titanic number in the NFC title game. There's nothing to be nervous about. All the pressure's on the Niners. All of it. You've got the most dangerous man in football on your sidelines. You got a guy who's going to take that seven and a half point spread, weaponize it. He's going to be hyper aggressive. You got a really good offense. What you want to do best, run the football is going to attack what San Francisco's weakness on defense is. What are you scared of? I, I'm All I'm saying is, if hey, are you scared of losing? Well, come on, man. That's any game you play. I'm not scared of losing, the- but the way it is to me is I just see, we talked about it earlier in the week, Super Bowl in 60 minutes. We are 60 minutes away, potentially. So you're afraid of the disappointment. You're afraid of we were so close. And and now I don't get to go to Super Bowl. I see the light That's at the it. end of the tunnel. I just see it, and I want it, and I'm reaching out for it. And damn it, I will I will be disappointed if they lose, and I am scared of that disappointment. Sometimes, in the words of Metallica, the soothing light at the end of your tunnel is just a freight train coming your way. You know, Mike. You know, and it is what it is. You know, you throw in some circumstance and uh... sprinkle a little. Uh... <laughs> it is what it is, Kenny. No, I, I just you know what. Fair. I, Kenny, for me, I just view it like I'm so thrilled. This team has done everything we could have ever asked them to do. They're in this spot. They got a chip in a chair. Just flip the coin. Let's go. Let's play. And I, I, I don't – there's no scenario I'm upset Monday. There's no scenario where like, oh, my God, this season t- – shut up. This team is but- so far ahead of schedule. They, they did it. So just go play. Loose, easy. The team with all the pressure, where's the golden red? You don't believe me? Ask Rico. All the pressure on earth is on them. Yeah, it's just like Lamar. You've been told all year long, you're the best team in the NFC. You got to go ahead and get this thing done. Yeah, and you want pressure too. Be the Ravens. That's Pat Mahomes on the other sideline. No disrespect to Brock Purdy. You want pressure? You got to take down the Michael Jordan of the NFL. That's a whole different ball game. All right. We'll get to your four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I'm sorry. We'll get phone calls. Yeah. I want to reset it. Rico's got a point of confidence and a point of concern. I'll give you the same. And then we'll take your calls, get to the picks at five thirty. Cool? Yes. Do it. Good deal. All right, last hour as we count down the NFC title game. Point biggest point of confidence, biggest point of concern. Rico, we started the show with yours. I want to do that right here. Then I'll give you mine, and then we go to the people. And I know in between, it's hard for us to take calls on a Friday with so many different segments to do, and TJ joins us. If you missed TJ, odyssey.com. Rewind. That's there for you. Oh, also, some of the digital products and programming notes. I'm joining Rico and Costa Sunday extended pregame right here on 97 on the ticket. We'll be with you 3.30 to what? Well, it's 2 to 5.30. I don't know. I'll just show up and broadcast until they kick me out. So we'll do that on Sunday. Uh, the kickoff show with Boomer Size and myself, where we obviously spent a lot of time on this game. That comes out the next hour or so. That's there for you as well. And then if you want to gamble, cash the ticket. 
uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Rico Beard, biggest point of confidence and concern. My biggest point of confidence and concern for me is, you know, people know I'm a Niners fan, so the confidence is the Lions secondary. The fact that you've given up plus 150 yards to a bunch of receivers for the last five weeks, the 49ers are going to go after Sutton. They're going to go after the secondary, and and I think especially if you're blitzing, they're going to try to find that one-on-one guy. The biggest concern for me is Dan Campbell. The fact that Dan Campbell, I think, is going to go full Dan Gamble. He's going to leave it all out on the line, and he's going to challenge his team. He's not going to take a playoff. He's going to try to maximize everything. He's going for it, Mike. That's my biggest concern because uh, unlike what you saw with Todd Bowles in, in the Tampa Bay game, Dan Campbell's going to try to get every point that he can off of every possession and try to score. He's going to go for it. If it's fourth and four inside the 10-yard line, I don't think you're going to see him kick a field goal. Not in this game. Unless the Lions are up and then maybe he's padding the lead. But other than that, he's going for it. He's going to be aggressive. This team has bought in. And that's the concerning part for me. Two notes for me. Confidence. Dan Campbell's part of the confidence. Seven and a half point underdog on the road. This dude has as good of a grip on his team and a relationship with his team. He's dangerous. I would be, hey, I don't have a dog in the fight because my team blows. I'd be terrified of facing Dan Campbell this weekend because first down is really second down. I mean, do you know what a benefit you have as an offensive coordinator knowing you got fourth down in your pocket and a coach who will empower you to use it? So Campbell, definite point of confidence. The other one is the running game. Look, what the Niners don't do well on defense, on a very good defense, on a defense that is one of the most efficient in the league, they don't set the edge. They don't do a great si- a great job with outside contain. What did you see Green Bay do last week? A lot of the toss stuff, a lot of the off-tackle stuff. Chase Young has not done a good job setting the edge. Look, that's confidence. Run the ball, keep them off the field, be pragmatic, and set up Jared Goff for those play-action, deep first-down play-action shots 15, 20 yards down the field. Now, the concern one, I think everyone's gotten too comfortable with the Lions being at home and playing welfare teams. I mean, it's just, I don't need to apologize for it. It's reality. You guys have been the best fans in the NFL. You've given this team an incredible home field advantage. All that's gone. So all of the things you're doing at home, like the advantages, I mean, TJ talks about this. The advantage you have when you're at home as it relates to audibles, as it relates to the blitzes, timing them, being able to to get to the other team, it's all there. That that all leaves. And the other thing is, with all due respect to the Rams and the Bucks, they are nowhere near the opponent you're facing. If you power rated this game and 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 you're a seven and a half point dog, and we know how good you think your team is, you know how good we think your team is. The teams you just faced would be north of ten point underdogs in an NFC title game. So now you're not at home. And you're not facing weaker competition. You're facing the best of the best. And I think I've gotten very comfortable watching the Lions here and the vibes and the story and just the the raw emotion from the fans. It is a concern that all that goes away. And now it is truly you versus everybody. So that would be one. And look, it goes without saying. I just, this defense, forget it. They're going to blitz. They're going to do what they have to do. But this ain't Baker Mayfield. This is a whole different ballgame here. So... That's where I'm at. I mean, I'm listening to TJ Rico. 
I, mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm starting to work my way towards the Lions with it. It's like maybe they are a team of destiny. And then I go the other way, and I'm like, wait a minute now. San Francisco hadn't played together in three weeks. The bye week, rest, one or both of the last two games, mm-hmm. and then Debo goes out nine plays in. I just feel like it's insanely unfair to now drop them a peg from what they've been all year, which is dominant. Right, because so I would look at gotta it. Got to go with it. Because, Mike, the way I see it, just looking at it just through black and white lenses, they went out there, everything that you just said, three weeks, really hadn't been playing together, played a D game, maybe a D-minus game. They still found a way to beat the red-hot Green Bay Packers who had just, just destroyed the Dallas Cowboys on the road. They found a way. They got it done. Now they will game. I, I think that was the wake-up call. And not often in sports do you get a wake-up call game and still win it. Normally that's the game where you're so upset and pouting in the offseason like, man, what happened? We didn't, we didn't even show – like the Eagles. You didn't even bother to show up in that game. They had that game, but now they got a week to try to figure out everything. And for the Lions, you're right. You're going out on the road. I think I saw some stat somewhere that I guess the uh, the I think Beanie had it yesterday that teams that you know come from a dome and play in the championship games haven't won in like forever. So it's we'll see what happens. It is what it is, according to Gary. Yeah. Both teams uh, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get some of the people in the mix, Rico. Let's get to the people who've held the longest, and let's rock and roll. All right, that would be Johnny. You're on ninety seven one. Hey guys. Hey. Very very excited just to even be able to talk about this. Like very grateful, um, you know, that you guys are hosting such a fantastic show. So thank you for that. Thank you, Rico for being a fan of the Niners and still uh, keeping it real with us fans. So I appreciate that. Um, I'll be honest, you know, you go on paper, you look at this and, you know, Niners should win, but I got this feeling and I don't like to talk about feelings on the radio and and, and justify it as a reason to win, but I'm going to tell you why I think we could win. One, I think Kyle Shanahan has PTSD, post-traumatic Super Bowl disorder. He's lost in the big game with the uh, Falcons. He's lost with uh, Garoppolo in the throw. He did miss the pick. And he might have the Buffalo Bills-type thing going on where he just can't get it done. And I think a guy like Dan Campbell leading that team will have him go out there. They're going to punch him in the face, and it's going to hurt. And when the Niners try to punch back, they're going to laugh, and that's going to get to him. And I think that psychological edge will make a difference. I think we can run at Chase Young, and I think we can come up with some type of wrinkles, even if it's something as wild as a wildcat type of motion offense with J-Mo and you got multiple running backs. we got to get creative. If you add up Dan Campbell and our deep court or our coordinators, I think they're greater than their coaching staff. But you know what, Johnny? I, I, I agree with a lot that you said, but I think if you're the Detroit Lions, what you don't want to do is get too cute because – that's where you step out and you stop doing the things that got you to this point where you start running the gimmick and the gadget plays because you only run those plays either for the element of surprise or when you just don't think you're good enough to beat the other team. So that's like back when they played the Rams a few years ago and they knew Rams are head and shoulders better than us. So we're just going to pull out every stop. 
you don't need to do this. This is one where you need to be aggressive. Dan Campbell needs going forward and all of that, but totally just agree. don't outcute yourself. Well, okay, so yes, I agree. And I, I, I even said to myself, I don't want him doing fake punts or anything weird. Go for it on fourth down at the appropriate time. And I'm saying stuff like Wildcat. You know, my point is, is we have the ability to throw them off guard in small circumstances and accentuate our advantage. And I think that's the kind of thing that Ben Johnson can come up with. We have to kind of grow and outdo ourselves for one game without stepping out of ourselves too much. And, um, you know, go Lions, and thank you guys for the show. I appreciate the phone. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll say this. You know what? If there's one play, if I need one person in all of football right now, I think he's riding a hot hand. I think he's absolutely – he's either in his last game or second-to-last game with your franchise. I'm taking Ben Johnson over just about anybody to call one play. You can laugh, say whatever you want, but coaches, it's like poker players or gamblers. You get hot, you get cold, you get on a hot streak, everything you're dialing up is working. Ben Johnson is coming up aces. Yeah. So you have the ability that it, it, what that what? caller just said, yeah. Rico, he, I just have faith he'll come up with the right move. I don't know what that move will be. No, no. Go ahead. Whatever Ben Johnson did for the third quarter last week, do that. Whatever you had yeah. at halftime, <laughs> eat that. Drink that again. Put on those clothes or those shoes or whatever you did because – Normally, the third quarter, he disappears. That that Rams game, it looked like it was going to be a boat race, and before you know it, wait, we're in a one-point game? How did this happen? 248 539 We'll get more of your calls. Championship Friday. I'm just ready for the damn game. But Rico, standing on business. Next. People, Rico, we have a Debo Samuel update according to David. So let's listen in. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan just finished speaking with the media. He says, Star Debo Samuel is not on the injury report. Was that Roberto? Yeah, it was. I don't know what. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry what, do we have Roberto. a duck in studio? Private <laughs> <Right laughs> <the> radio here. <laughs> so he's not on the injury report. He is full go. David, it's the playoffs. I mean, it's the same with Ragnar. I mean, you're a professional. It's the NFC Championship game. You're going to play until they have to carry you off the field. But make no mistake, both guys are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how that works. Oh, yeah. They, they, they um, will both be getting shot up and probably in the same room. Like, yeah, does that hurt? Yeah, oh, it hurts. Dear. Yeah. All right, Rico, dealer's choice on the calls. Let's rock and roll. All right, my brother. Let's go with uh, David. You're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Uh, I, what I'm most uh, concerned about is the refs with the game, and what I'm most confident in is in the uh, run game with Gibbs and Montgomery and also Dan Campbell. So just want to get your guys' thoughts on the refs. David, why are you concerned with the refs? It just seems like they, uh, there's always something that comes up with the Lions like, you know, back in Dallas, and it just seems like David, I, I think I, I, it's going to be a close game. Let me stop you. Let me gonna, stop you, David. Your yeah. team is better than this. You need to be a better fan than this. Don't complain about the refs. Yeah. Your team has made it to the you NFC got, Championship game. They have gone out there. They're going to be bad calls either way. They've overcome everything. So, like, look look at how you've gotten, okay, you want to talk about the false start offsides, brouhaha, a couple weeks back. 
Uh, you murdered Matt Stafford and didn't get a, a an easy roughing the passer. There was a pass interference on the final play to Nakua where they wouldn't have punted if it was called. Uh, then we go to the Bucks game. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson taunted Baker, didn't get called. Kirby Joseph later in the game where Kate Otten couldn't get up and went, guys, this dude's nuts are right here. What do you want me to do? No call. Like, you've gotten very good whistles. You got to let go now. You know what? But it's funny how you just never see it when you get every call. It's, oh, was, you know, just let him play. But, yeah. You're right, st- and I'm, I'm not mad that they got calls. But for you to have your biggest worry be the refs? Right. Oh, come on, man. Because yeah, come on. If the Rams game ended the, in the opposite way, and St. Brown got held on a third down or a fourth down, and they didn't call it, Mike, we'd still be talking about it today. Truth. So, all right, we want to go back to the phone lines. Yes. Uh, let's do your namesake, Mike. You're on ninety-seven-one. Mike. Mike. And Mike's gone. All right. No, nah, Mike and Todd Bowles are the same person. They're both asleep. <laughs> David, you're on 97.1. How you doing, gentlemen? Good, Dave. Uh, hey, I just wanted to say the uh, – I actually kind of have a, a slightly reversed look at this. I'm a little more nervous on the off- offense just because we're so talented and so diverse. I, You know, Ben likes to spread the ball, different things like that. I want to see a lot more, you know uh, – counters and you know edge running and then a few you know deep shots to jmo that i think are going to be there so i just hope that they figure it out early and then go to what you know serves them best best versus like spreading around the ball uh and then defensively i'm actually pretty jacked pretty excited because i think um i was trying to explain this to my son who wasn't obviously alive during the time but like how the jordan rules worked and I think that in a way, Detroit plays a, like the opposite of that. Like, Dumars used to shut, shut down Jordan, filter him and everybody else to the rest of the help defense. Well, I think in a way, we, because we have, are not as talented on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we shut down the run, filter everything to that, you know, that wide out position, take the, you know, take the hits that we have to take as far as the yardage, but then because of our, especially our safeties on the back end are such, you know, hard hitters that, you know, kind of like the old uh, bad boys, if you're going to come in, you're going to pay for it. And I think that eventually gets to people throughout the game. So anyway, real quick prediction. I got Detroit leading 21-13 at the half, final 31-27. Detroit? Yep, Detroit. Okay, Okay. Just, just checking. All right, appreciate the phone call. Just making sure. Didn't know. Man, oh man, thirty-one. I that is, oh my God, that would be a shootout galore. Thirty-one twenty-seven. That is, that's Bills Chiefs a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now that thing and now that thing ended up on another planet, didn't that end up thirty-five thirty-five headed to OT? Yep. It makes for ah, now. Listen, I can say it for me. It makes for great great TV. It's going to make people like uh, pass out with nerve. I mean, poor Kenny will will Kenny will have to walk away from the TV if it's that high score. Not just Kenny. <laughs> Not just Kenny. Let's go. Let's go back to the phone. <laughs> Doug, you're on 97.1. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we today? Good, man. How are you? Hello, sir. I'm good, guys. Um, Confidence-wise, um, like you said, it, it's uh, Dan Campbell in the running game, um, controlling the time of possession, and uh, 
just making sure we we get outside on the edge. I think Jameer Gibbs will be the biggest role. I think this is where um, him being the 12th pick will come into play, and I think it'll open up the passing game like it always does. Uh, concern for sure would be we got to get home. We got to get pressure on Purdy. We got to put him on the ground. So many times in the last couple weeks, even with Baker, they just somehow seem like they have oil on them and they escape from, you know, every single thing. So we got to get them on the ground so they don't have time to throw the ball. And But overall, I, I think we can pull this out. But, Mike, like you said, it's it's house money, man. Like, go out, play loose. You know, we're here. You know, we're not here by accident. We got here. And, you know, I think we're all nervous. I think it's so bad that we want this. And like Kenny said, it's, it's, it's the disappointment. But we just got to play loose and hope for the best. And, uh, I hope that we can come out with a win, and I'm I'm taking like 24, 21, maybe 28, 24 Lions. So forward down the field and one pride, and I hope to be talking to you guys next week as we're heading to the Super Bowl. All right, well, <clears throat> Doug gave Listen, you his. I th- Go ahead. I, I think it's powerful, man. I do. I think playing loose. I, 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 I Rico, all the pressure's on you. Mm-hmm. All of it. I think all the pressure is on. Yeah, it is, and I really think, Mike, all the pressure is on, on Purdy. Can you live up to the billing? Can you live up to everybody saying you're not really that great? And will they get to him? Will he sail passes? Will he throw picks? I mean, when he's on fire, I, I mean, I've, I've never seen a quarterback, man, that, I mean, either he is laser-focused or it's just like, man, do you need glasses? What is wrong with you? He doesn't have in-between games. Let me so, ask you, you haven't you haven't brought up this all show long, and I just want your honest take with it. We have focused so much on the Lions being able to run the ball on the Niners, we haven't really asked the question about your running game. Mm-hmm. Are you confident you're going to line up and run the ball on this team, yeah. a team that prioritizes yeah. stopping the run? Yeah, I do. I do, because now it's, it's going to be kind of one of those pick-your-poison, so whether it's a, a delayed handoff or I'll even – I'm going to include a screen pass to McCaffrey as a run, catch you in the blitz package, or throwing it to Debo. I mean, you saw what they did at the end of that Eagles game. When the Eagles brought the heat, it was Debo and seven offensive linemen running down the field untouched. So I do think that it's it's a pick your poison. If the Lions are going to be super aggressive, yeah, because the Niners, they're going to run the ball. Whether you put seven, eight men in the box, Kyle Shanahan doesn't, you know, call out of the play. It's like, you know what? I believe in our guys. Run behind Williams on the left side, and we could pick up three to five yards. Let's get one more caller in. All right, we got let's time. Do that. Let's get one more caller in the mix. Keith, you're on 97.1. Good day, gentlemen. Hey, man. What's up, Keith? Long time, long time. I was one of the original divorcees. Uh, I believe that was fostered by somebody on this show. And uh, I am, I've always been a die the wool Lions fan, but I stopped. But now I'm going to take out some money and, and buy some season tickets from somebody because I'm back on board the uh, uh, train. Okay. Okay. The, I, the Rico, help me. I don't know what's happening. If they, if what's they happening. can uh, pass and run, we'll win. The bad is if uh, we can't stop them. We're going to lose bad. Oh, okay. and, and either or could right, happen. And, all right. I, 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 I'm going to, Rico, thank you. I'm going to need you to go ahead and turn that TV down. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what I just heard. 
Maybe happy hour started. Kenny, that, you know what? Is, you, you missed the field goal with two seconds to go in the game. You were that's the so other thing. close. That's the other thing with this game. The other game, it's Justin Tucker and Harrison Bucker. Oh, my. This game, oh, my God, between Badgley and Moody. And a shaky Moody. Now, Moody mm-hmm. makes his kicks, but he's shaky. I'm no, like, no, no, no. Oh, let, let, let me tell you about Moody. <clears throat> Money kicks. It always goes to the left. I don't know what it is about him. So, yeah. I, at that point, just call me the Green Bay head coach because I'm, I'm just, I got to turn off pray. the TV. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, we are so close. NFC Championship. I think this is one of those times where Lions fans would love a one o'clock game. Kenny? Is already saying he doesn't know what to do with his hands for the next what, 72 hours. I want to forego the rest of this weekend leading hours? up to, to the game at 6 or 630 or whenever it starts. So Yeah, we're a little, uh, little over 48 hours away. We're trying to figure out what to do. We got Wojo and Rieger coming up next. You know what? We're bricked up, Rico. Well, you may be bricked up. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let you know what? Hey. Raymond, I'm going to give you the final word. <laughs> You're on 97.1. Hey, Mr. Privilege. How you doing today? Hey, Valenny. Good what's, to talk to you both. What's going on, Raymond? Um, oh, not too much. I'm just, I, I really want this game to get here. Um, there's just something about this game that's just, um, it, it's just exciting to actually be able to realize that you're in the NFC Championship and 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. All that being said, my greatest confidence has to be in Dan Campbell and just the experience that they have in big games when they went to Kansas City. And even in the beginning of the game, the offense was slow to get started. And they had a fourth down in their own uh, red zone. And they ended up going for it and getting it and got a touchdown on the drive. You know, so the Lions have the ability to sit there and, you know, I think we're going to need to get like um, two possessions where, you know, the 49ers just don't have – you know, what it takes, whether it takes an interception, fumble, or just a fourth down conversion in order to win this game. And then, of course, the concern that I have is just the linebackers of the 49ers because they both combined for uh, 12 tackles and two interceptions last week against the uh, Green Bay Packers. So to say that the you know, 49ers have a great defense is understated. I mean, we're going to have to have our A-plus game. I like the fact you called me Mr. Privilege. But, you know, they, they the Niners have played in a few big games as well, Raymond. You know, they did break the Eagles this year. The Eagles were the hottest team in football until they went to Philly and broke them. That's Sunday night. So, just Yeah, I'd like to see at least uh, Valenny wearing a uh, nice little engine block on his head if we do win, though, and go to the Super Bowl. That would be really nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Raymond, <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, appreciate appreciate the phone call. If we can get Mike in an engine block, him, that's yes. They make the Super Bowl. Mike has to wear the engine block. Rico, how are you? I'm good, Rieger. How are you? How are the feelings right now? How are the emotions? You've been through this the last three years. This is no big deal to you. Is it three or four? Well, last three. So this would be the fourth. Oh, four, right? Lose, yeah. yeah. I lose track. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 You are. Uh, what does Mike say? Privileged. How. It, it's it's like Kenny. Let's just wait to see what happens. Um, I found a couple things to kill. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. We'll take it one play at a time. I watched the basketball game tonight. Oh, big one! Big one against Bucky the Badger. Let me you ask you this. I, and I, I I think I'm going to end up going to my first uh, MSU women's game tomorrow. 
Oh, just, just nothing to do. Just to kill the time until the big game on Sunday. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I, I've been gone for the last three days. I, I have you? Yeah, I took a little vacation. I didn't know you I, were, I, wait, really? I thought you were here. Didn't yeah. notice. Huh. You guys are hurtful. Um, <laughs> you, you know, no, no. I mean, like, I, I did a golf trip. I booked it like months ago, never thinking the Lions would be in the NFC title game. Do, do most people think the Lions are going to win or lose? What, what's the overall vibe? I think most Lions fans are confident that the team can win. I don't know if they're saying they will win, but I think it's safe to say that a lot of Lions fans believe that they can win. And you know what? If I was a Lions fan, I'd feel the same way. You're here. Now, Vegas is saying you're a touchdown underdog, but... And it's going up, right? Seven and a half? Yeah, yeah it hit seven and a half mm. deep. Because yeah, basically they said Debo is not going to be on the injury list at all. Oh, but is so that the Jonah it. Jackson effect? He's already out. See, and I, I think that's a Debo effect that he practiced. That's, that's a yeah. Debo Frank effect. Ragnow effect? No, that's the Debo no. effect. Because no. Debo, we, Debo affects the line by a point and a half. We mm-hmm. found that out. And I don't think a lot of people talked about the Jonah Jackson, how the rushing game is 40 yards less without him. I mean, he's... Yeah, I saw that. That's it, great. It, it's, it, it's, but here's the thing, Rieger. As I told people, you're one injury away and everything falls apart. Last year, you couldn't have told me that I would be watching Christian McCaffrey run the Wildcat because they had no QB. Well, is Purdy's arm permanently reattached or could the Lions knock it off again? I think it's reattached. Oh, it is. Okay. But, yeah, hey, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, different. The, the Lions have been knocking people out of games. So yeah, they I'm, have. I'm, you know. They well, have. I do think that's the one That's the one big, although people might disagree, but I think a pretty big advantage that the Lions have is that quarterback. And see, Goff has taken a team to the Super Bowl. Purdy's never, never, never even won an NFC championship game. I think there's okay, a... But- <laughs> Yes, Wojo, yes. you're manipulating facts right now. And that, I, I, that's I know what you're jo- I do. I know you're joking, but yes, he, he has not, but he's nope. won a ton of games. He's played in big games. For me, they're the Spider-Man meme. They're the same QB. Kind of. Because we did the bit. player A, player B. No, you're right. And their numbers are very, very similar. It's going to be his first four or five throws. If he's overthrowing receivers, it's going to be a long day for him. And the Lions have a greater chance, and you should probably put money on the Lions' money line. Well, Rico, you said something genius. I was listening earlier. Thank you. This is. You sure it wasn't Mike? What do you think? Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> no, it was Mike. It yeah, was Mike. You're right. You're I was right. going to say it's got to be Mike. Definitely Mike. Because no. according to a lot of people out there, I don't say anything smart. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said, you said. But then again, this, you, you don't live in your basement. So this ahead. needs to be a gamble embrace, not a Campbell game. Yeah. Like, Dan Campbell, like, if you do look at Kyle Shanahan, he's very much like Sean McVay. Like, you're talking punting on fourth and two from the 50. Mm -hmm. I do believe, Dan, Gamble will be able to steal a couple of points, hopefully. The other thing nobody's talking about, Hmm. do you know that Aiden Hutchinson has eight sacks in the last five games, the most pressures in all the postseason? And he's going against this dude that is the worst offensive lineman for the Niners, their right tackle. Yes, he's given up nine. McKivich. He's, he's given up ten and a half sacks. sacks. Oh, ten and a half. Okay, yeah, he's the only person on that line to give up double digit but sacks. See, here's the thing: when it comes to that, if Aiden comes off like that, either one of two things may happen. They throw the screen to where Aiden used to be, 
But they run, can't do it. Nope. They, they run everything to the left. They run behind Williams. Well, as you know, the NFL really looks down on people trying to deceive other people offensively. Oh. You know, so they're not allowed to do no, that. No, 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 no. They only look down upon the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> the privileged teams can do whatever they right. want to do. You damn Lions, how dare you? You tried to hide what you were trying to do. They're Unbelievable. Gonna, they're going to make the Lions report when they're blitzing. I'm mm-hmm. reporting as a blitzer. Like CJGJ or whatever. But, in, in all, but here's the thing. In all, <laughs> who, in all fairness, who's going to rush the passer? Yeah. In all fairness, Lions fans are still complaining about the refs. Lions have gotten so many favorable calls they have. in no, the last right. two They're games. They're it up to him. That if it were the other way around, America's team, uh-huh. we would be on the air talking about, oh, well, they grabbed St. Brown on that third and 17. Yep. Yep, so, they so you think it's going to be a blowout? No, I'm two not scores. Two scores kind of a blow. Ten points. Okay. Oh, Seven, that's between, not a blowout. Between, no, that's not. A, you got them covering. You got the Niners covering. Yeah, and, oh, I, and I, right. you know it may be one of those final play. They go for it on fourth down. They don't get it and that type of thing. We'll give our picks. What time you want to do that, Rieger? You six, tell me. I'm six, very excited. Six and a half. You know what? Well, our picks. It is what it is. Big game. Uh, you throw stuff. a little circumstance into something, and you really got the a chance for something to work out. The circumstances are that both teams will play hard. They're going to go out there. They're going to give their best Who wants effort. it more? Who There's wants no it tomorrow. Wants it more. They're Who's ever play. hungrier is like, going to win. It's no tomorrow. One and you play know at what? a time. Whoever scores the most more points will win the game. I guarantee that's my lot. 110%. 97-1. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.